0: Hey, when does the show start?
1: Okay, okay, yeah, let's begin. It. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business
2: going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS! Let's go, you dumb idiots. What's Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time. If I screw up. Nikki D! She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey! <laughs> Nelson! Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey show. <laughs>
3: All right, here it is, a Tuesday, the fifth day of September, 2023. I hope you had a great long weekend, and thanks for being here. Good morning, my name's Jason Bailey, right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. And we'd like to welcome to the program Kyle, who uh, will be screening calls welcome up until t- 9 o'clock. Hmm. Then he leaves us to go to the uh, sports station to do his own little sports show there. And which he promises me he's going to talk fantasy football for four hours.
0: <laughs> I don't know about four he's hours. Already made, about
3: he's already made that promise to me. <laughs> uh, your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get in on the text machine. You can stream us, get our podcast on the Odyssey app or com. anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we've uploaded a few extra ones outside of the program, the radio program. we got the BS Uncensored and FBI Fridays, which yep. – People loved the FBI Fridays, according oh, to good. our social media. Yeah. Uh, at Listen to the BS on social, give us a like, share, follow, and then on YouTube at The Bailey Show. Uh, please subscribe to our channel. That is, of course, free of charge. It's funny because <clears throat> as the show continues going through different growing pains, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I just have not experienced this in a very, very long time in my career, but it's kind of funny. You know, because it's like this music and that music and these commercials and no commercials and this and and that. It's all stuff that you guys listen and don't care about. But from this side, it's funny because Nelson has now been put in charge to make sure everything is as perfect as possible. And I'm watching him like li- like thank god nikki's not doing it because there's math involved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am not that bad at math, thank you very much.
3: And, and I'm watching him this morning he's like 5 carry the 4 carry oh. the 2. That's 5 song, but hold on they want five, okay yep. 18 6 minus 2. And I'm like god, I don't remember radio being so difficult. Well, and then <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: this is this is the most difficult radio I think I've ever done it's not just addition I've added some multiplication in there to make my life easier okay. so can you imagine no, I can't well I,
3: I, I watched and it was very impressive I've got decimal points and it, and it hurt my head so much, I had to, I had to stop watching. It hurts my head. Was five. I mean, uh-huh. he, was, he was literally saying it out loud. Five. and then the, the,
0: I feel his pain. You have to write that math down.
3: And then he gets his calculator out on his phone, and he's like, okay, five. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, is this a scientific calculator? <laughs> <laughs> so, if there's a screw-up today, it's Nelson's fault. Yes. Uh, if all goes well, we'll have the legend himself, Rick Springfield, Join us here at the end of this hour. That's
0: exciting.
3: Very exciting. Um, I mean, he's got a new album, he's got, but he's coming on really to talk about his new tour. That dude is 70 years old, and he has got the body of an 18-year-old. Yeah. Just ripped the
0: shreds.
2: Mm-hmm. How he does it, I have no idea.
0: He looks good. You got to ask him his secret, Nelson.
2: Because I'm going to get on the Rick Springfield plan. He started out small.
0: <laughs> what,
3: what, if he, what, if he, what if he surprises you and says, he goes, well, it's funny you ask this, Nelson. But <laughs> I know I'm coming on to talk about my new album and stuff. But I have this new diet that I want. It's the Springfield diet. <laughs> you can be the first person on it. I want you to try it. We uh, also will do a game of order, uh, a round of order up, I should say, uh, about 7:50 ish this morning, where we've got tickets for the California Brew Fest, which yeah. is very exciting. A lot of details in this, I'll read that later. I don't feel like doing it now. It's too, too many details. Mm-hmm. All right uh the trifecta of deaths this weekend over the labor day weekend and uh, we had a weekend wait to hear this show today oh my god <laughs> oh my god i they mean, didn't wait around did they uh it, well i'm talking about the my trip to Tahoe, oh yeah. but more importantly nikki's trip to vegas which mm. without a doubt i don't know of a worse vacation ever <laughs> just the just the six
2: lines that she emailed me last night I shed a tear for her. It was that bad. Well, I saw the group text in which you said, bless your heart, and I go, oh my God, it must have gone sideways. Yeah, I could hate her, but
3: I would still have so much sorry for her. I mean, I don't, but I'm just saying if I did, I I would be like, I I know we don't like each other, but I'm really, really... That's how bad it was. Wow. Horrible. So, uh, all that uh, this morning, uh, today's show. But anyway, uh, yeah, very sad trifecta of deaths this weekend. Started with um, the great Jimmy Buffett, and he passed away on Friday at the age of 76. And who knew? Um, I mean, it's not shocking, because Jimmy Buffett was Jimmy Buffett. Mm -hmm. Always on the beach, always outside. But he was battling a rare and aggressive form of skin cancer called Merkel cell carcinoma mm-hmm. for about four years. And as a guy that prides himself on going to the dermatologist a lot.
0: A lot, a lot.
3: You know, I went just the other day. I've got four more surgeries in the next month to go through.
0: Dang, for them to scrape some more stuff off?
3: Two incisions, two mos Okay. So I've got to do, uh, but they can't, they, you know, there's another wonky thing because of insurance mm-hmm. they, they can't do two surgeries in one week nope isn't that crazy yes it's the stupidest of thing. how
0: they of the billing the bill it's because of the billing
3: we don't yep. we don't care about you living yep we just want to make sure the numbers are right they want their money
2: they need to bring nelson in <laughs> they want their right. money. with his number sheet <laughs> and let him do it well it sounds like me budgeting like well i can't afford to get this surgery done both of them this week, so I'll just do one this week and then one next payday. They're an insurance company. They have the money.
3: There's no doubt that uh, Jimmy Buffett was an icon. I, You know, I always knew Jimmy Buffett, but it wasn't until my freshman year in college, this guy Noah Brandeis introduced me to Jimmy Buffett.
0: It was one of his faves. It
3: was his fave. Okay, And we just listened to it all the time. (laughs) And, you know, it's like then I just became addicted to Cheeseburger in Paradise uh-huh. and Margaritaville and changes in latitudes and changes in attitudes and son of a son of a sailor, which is probably my one of my favorites, if not my favorites. Um I it,
0: walked by there this weekend, Margaritaville, and they had his picture up and they were already doing like the memorial for him, and we were just like, Oh, that's so
3: sad. Yeah, it in uh Tahoe, they're building one.
0: Oh, okay.
3: So when this news broke, uh-huh, uh I stopped. We were walking and I stopped. And I was like, oh, man, Rach, you want to hear this? And then I looked over Uh and I saw the sign. I didn't didn't see the sign before until
0: wow. it all kind of happened simultaneously.
3: Yeah, it was was a little goofy. Uh, 30 albums in his career. You know, Jimmy Buffett was so big that 5 O'Clock Somewhere is part of Americana.
0: Oh, Oh, for sure. Everybody says. It doesn't even matter your nationality. Everybody says it's 5 O'Clock Somewhere.
3: And Jimmy Buffett will go down in history as creating one of the most rabbit fan bases mm-hmm. with the Parrot Heads.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe oh, yes.
3: Unfortunately, I never went to a Jimmy Buffett show. A lot of friends that did go. Mm-hmm. Coconut bras, grass skirts, the whole shebang.
0: Even the tribute shows are crazy. I went to a Jimmy Buffett tribute show that was insane.
3: What was it? Johnny Golden Corral?
0: I don't know who the people were who were singing. I just remember it was one of the coolest <laughs> concerts that I've been to for stuff that I didn't know.
3: That would be Buffet, right? Uh, uh, yeah, Buffet. Buffet. <laughs> yeah, but you got the joke. I did. You got yes. the joke. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got the joke. Mm-mm, so, mm-mm, yeah. Uh, very, very sad. I, I think the death of Jimmy Buffett for the diehard Parrotheads, heads, it still is
2: affecting. Like, there's
3: certain artists mm-hmm. with a certain fan group. That it still uh, still
2: affects them. Well, they plan their whole mm. lives around it. Like they plan their vacation time around it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. We're going to Jimmy. We're Jimmy on the on the cruise, or Jimmy down here. Like mm-hmm.
3: the thing with that Merkel cell carcinoma, it said nearly everyone gets it as a child, but it doesn't cause any symptoms. The virus was first discovered in two thousand eight.
2: Wow. wow. Uh, typically
3: Recent. it typically shows up in a person's face or neck. Or in other areas that are often exposed to the sun, like the arm, can also be found in places like inside the nose or esophagus. Uh, It looks like a raised red or purple lump or pimple. Unlike melanoma, another serious form of skin cancer that shows up as a dark spot can be mistaken for a cyst, but cysts can be painful while these spots often are not. So I tell you guys, you got to be careful. Once you get it and it gets gets going,
0: Mm -hmm, it's hard to stop it. You're gone. You know, God. and it's
3: really, really tough. That's why, I'm, you know, I go back to my buddy that died at 22 of uh, of skin cancer. It just once you get it, you're, there's nothing you can do about it.
0: And if you detect it early, normally you do are able to just live through it and they yeah. can get it and you go on.
3: Yeah. I mean, how many times have I come in here and I said, oh, I got basal cell carcinoma. I mm-hmm. got skin cancer. Mm-hmm. But they're cutting it out. I mean, I have it right now. I have it in four different spots. That's, That's why right. I had all these bandages on. You always say it so, like, blasé. I got, I got basal skin cell, cancer. Carcinoma. Like, well. Trust me. The first time I got it, I didn't say it so uh-huh. nonchalantly. Uh-huh. You know, after about twelve different holes in my body, I'm like, the doctors know what they're doing. They're good. Uh, so Jimmy Buffett was the first of three artists that passed away. The next, um, Steve Harwell of Smash Mouth, and then uh, Gary Wright, of course, of Dream uh, Dreamweaver mm-hmm. fame. You know, but here's this is the conversation we'll have moving forward when we talk about the other two is when did the lyrics stop? What I mean by that is Steve Harwell and the band Smash Mouth, as goofy as I think people were, their lyrics to their songs were absolutely amazing. Yep. But no one heard them. <laughs> they, no, they didn't. No one heard them because they're Smash Mouth.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, which I'll explain more here in a minute. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Hang up. So he lost three this weekend with Jimmy Buffett on Friday at the age of 76. Merkel cell carcinoma. And then it was uh, reported that Smash Mouth singer Steve Harwell was in hospice and living out his final hours.
0: Yeah, they were saying he had a week to live, I think, the other day. And then boom.
3: Yeah. Uh, the notification that I got actually was on Friday. It was like mm-hmm. right after the Jimmy Buffett stuff. His manager said, you know, he's doesn't have much time. Yeah,
0: that's what I saw, too. Yeah, there's,
3: there's just not much time. And he had struggled with alcohol abuse for years, and unfortunately, like, really the last footage of Steve Harwell was him at that wine festival.
2: Yeah, it wasn't flattering.
3: Just a mess, bad audio, he was trashed, he couldn't get through the lyrics, he's screaming at the crowd, and that's really the last, and he looked horrible. Uh, I can tell you, though, back in the 90s, I hosted a Smash Mouth gig Playing at like Disney or Universal. It was like maybe a wine thing then. And I remember sitting down on a bench next to him as he was waiting to go up on stage. Mm -hmm. I believe he was smoking a cigarette. One of us was wearing a button-up yellow short sleeve shirt. I remember Mm -hmm.
0: that. Probably you.
3: Probably me. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, you know, I think it was me. Probably you. Uh, And he was the nicest guy. He really was. He was very, very sweet.
0: I did something that I I feel a little bit bad about. I I knew none of my friends would know his name. So I I just, I don't know if I called him. I was around him. But every one of my friends that I encounter after he passed, I'm like, do you know who died? And I'd ask him and they'd be like, no, who is that? And I'm like, oh, you know who it is. And I'd sing this song because I'm like, you saw Shrek. Shrek. And everybody would be like, oh. And I'd be like, see, you got to know your people. And I did that like all day.
2: Just to say
3: that you knew. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think many people know Steve Harwell. No, but you know, you know, Smash Mouth and All Star, and then the third was Gary Wright, who sang Dreamweaver, Weaver, uh, and for you know, I mean, he he was eighty years old. So many of you probably did not grow up with Dreamweaver, but many of you probably grew up with um, Wayne's World. Yes, and so you know, every every time Dreamweaver came on, you know, it was, that, you. it was that it was that. Dream sequence with the girl (laughs) at the donut shop and all that stuff. So
0: and there's a commercial now that plays all the time with this song on it. And I can see the commercial in my mind and I can't think of it. Is it like a Netflix commercial? Like it's a girl and a guy on the couch cuddling in this commercial. And every time I hear the song, that's what I think about.
3: Oh, it's used a lot. I mean it's 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 I mean it's if you've not heard Dreamweaver, then you probably I've been living in a cave. I
0: encountered a few people who have never heard it. And I was like, are you kidding me? Well, it's got, always playing on TV. They gotta get out more. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they gotta go watch Shrek some more.
0: <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> so the th- the thing with Steve Harwell, and I've I've said this for years, is I never thought the band Smash Mouth ever got the credit they deserved. Mm-mm. And it's unfortunate because they were a part of this uh pop culture band. Boost in the late 90s. And it, it, we just stopped caring about lyrics. Like the lyrics mm-hmm. were there. Like Jimmy Buffett, lyrics awesome, mm-hmm. right? Dreamweaver, lyrics awesome. Some of the older artists, Rick Springfield, is going to come on here in about 30 minutes. Lyrics awesome, yep. right? Even his new stuff, this automatic stuff, lyrics make sense if you can get through the pop sound. But pop music destroyed, has destroyed the lyrics. Because
0: everybody cares about the beat.
3: That's all they care about. Yep. That and the hook.
0: Yep, absolutely.
3: They do not give a damn about the lyrics. And you take All-Star, for example. All right. It's a cool place and they say it gets colder. You're bundled up now. Wait till you get older. But the meteor man begged to differ, judging by the hole in the satellite picture.
2: I mean, like. He's talking about the ozone. Right. The head of its, I mean. He threw the ozone layer in that song. Uh Nobody knows. What's been going on? (laughs) Nobody knows.
3: Planet's hotter than it's ever been. Climate change was not a thing (laughs) when Smash Mouth was a thing. No. (laughs) Somebody once asked, could I spare some change for gas? I need to get myself away from this place. I said, yep, what a concept. I could use a little fuel myself and we could all use a little change. They're brilliant lyrics. I mean, yes, they, they are. They're written by Greg Camp of the band, formerly of the band. He's a very talented songwriter. He wrote most of the stuff for Smash Mouth, but still, no one hears those lyrics.
0: They no. don't. All they hear is the poppy beat and dance. And unfortunately for this song, they she stripped. That's just it. I, I, have sung this song a million times and didn't know anything you just said till right now.
2: And well, you, you've sung this song a million times and didn't know it was called All Star. <laughs> you thought it was Rock Star.
3: Yeah, what was the other thing? She didn't think Smash Mouth sang it, right? Or
2: something. No, well she was it was when we had Nickelback and we were gonna give away Nickelback. We said, Nikki, sing Nickelback Rockstar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey now, you're a rock star. Gets the show on. It's like it's wrong on two levels. On a lot of levels. <laughs> yeah. So I love that you went around big timing people over the weekend, like, you know who died, right? I you did. don't know who died. I did.
3: <laughs> They're like, No, Chad Kruger's still tourists. <laughs> Like all of Nikki's friends have the same problem, and, and you know what? I would say the same thing about like rap artists are, are artists, right? They're, they're mm-hmm. artists. Their lyrics are are deep, and they they most of them uh, are personal and they make a lot of sense. They not, Used to be not yeah, not all of them, but you know, like that WAP <laughs> song, a lot of not Mongo so much. Rap. Right, exactly. But you know, you look at like Tupac and mm-hmm. and um, Biggie. Biggie and those guys.
0: LL L- Cool J. I was just getting ready to say LL L- L- Cool J. Y-
3: you actually heard their lyrics.
0: You did. You could rap them. You could recite them. You knew what they meant. Even Bone Thugs in Harmony, as fast as they rap, you could understand it, and it was deep.
3: And it made sense. <laughs> yep. And Absolutely. you appre- and you appreciated. Mm-hmm. NWA same way. Right. You could appreciate it. N- now everything is it's the the music and the and the beat and the hook is taking over the lyrics.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
3: But I, it just sounds goofy smash mouth their songs were lyrically genius. Right. I'm laughed at, right. Overlooked. Well, people are like shut up that's so stupid to say. Uh-huh. But they are. But they are. They yep. really are.
2: Yep. But you Crazy.
3: don't we don't say that about any of those artists.
2: No, they're in the the same vein as Crazy Town and uh LFO to a degree and uh, who else? Uh no. Bare Naked Ladies. Girl on TV was a lyrical genius. <laughs> I forgot you're a big LFO guy. I love those guys. Rest in peace, uh, Rich, yes. and uh, the other one, too. Oh, yeah. That's right.
3: Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, first round of headlines. We'll try to get you two big stories from today. What you got, Nikki?
0: I'm going to give you the latest COVID update, and I'm going to tell you where you can now carry your driver's license in California.
3: All right, two big stories from today. I'll get you that here in a minute.
2: Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two
3: And a big thanks to good guys, Heating and Air, 530-GOOD-AIR. They're actually going to be at my house in about three hours. Oh, nice. Yeah, 530-GOOD-AIR. Just a reminder to Jason, make sure you come out to my house. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
3: all right, go ahead,
0: please. Another COVID variant is driving numbers. Back up, H1.
3: There will be a new vaccine available probably towards the end of September, early
0: October. The the recommendation is people should get this vaccine kind of six months after their last infection or last vaccine, whichever is sooner. COVID-19 hospital admissions are up 18% in the most recent weeks, and this is according to the CDC, but they are warning that they still don't think anybody needs to panic, you don't have to go back to wearing masks, social distancing, none of those things, they want you just to continue practicing your good hygiene, washing your hands, unless you are a high-risk person, 65 older, or have pre-existing health conditions then they want you to possibly wear a mask social distance to take care of yourself
3: yeah it's going to be a hard sell to get a lot of people to go back to where we were mm-hmm. at the beginning mm-hmm. they I, they need to change the name of the damn thing you yep. have to call it something else like mm-hmm. you know b- b- honey do or i mean so <laughs> people it's a trigger word right yes it they, is. they don't Absolutely. want to hear it. and they have to downplay it mm-hmm You know, if they would have downplayed this and just, you know, I I know a lot of people say it's like the flu You're, you know, so it's just the flu, it's just the flu. And there, no, there are differences, there's no doubt. But if they were to downplay it like they do the flu vaccinations every Mm -hmm. year, I think they'd get through to a lot of people. I'm not preaching to anybody right now. I'm Mm -hmm. just saying... It's all how you say it. That's that's life, right? Absolutely. You know, that's my biggest problem. It's always been how you say things, Jason. It's you always say them wrong. That's why you're always wrong and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> exactly. If they would have done it differently from the very beginning, mm-hmm. I think more people would have...
0: Been receptive to what they were saying and would right, have listened.
3: Right, exactly. You know, had contests. Who mm-hmm. had the prettiest mask this
0: week? <laughs>
2: right. <You know? laughs>
0: I did see a lot more people wearing masks when I was traveling this time,
3: though. Or make up some story about how history, George Washington, wore a mask proudly as he (laughs) crossed the Delaware. (laughs) Made it some kind of Americana. Uh You know, so uh, I know uh, Nikki's daughter's got the COVID.
0: Yes, my daughter was diagnosed with COVID on Saturday. So uh, they have this new medication that they give you that's like a pack where you take it for five days, daytime, nighttime. And then I guess it's supposed to knock everything out. So Mm -hmm. she's... Quarantining right now for the next five days.
3: She's not flipping out or anything.
0: No, she's not. Like she was being a little exaggerative on Saturday, like telling me she was dying and all that stuff. But she's she's fine.
3: What do you think?
2: Uh, Don't say it's not a word. (laughs) I'll allow it.
0: That's a good word.
2: Exaggerative is not a word. Can you check with the judges? (laughs) Do you have that big, thick, red English
3: book? I don't know about exaggerative.
2: I don't think it's right.
3: I think I've heard that one before. Is that from Nickelback's All-Star? <laughs> <laughs> All Star? Right, God, next one. Jesus.
0: California phones have just gotten smarter. H two. Keeping track of your license is about to get a lot easier here
3: in the state of California. This is because the state is expanding its digital driver's license program.
0: So Californians can now show their driver's licenses from their cell phones using the state's Department of Motor Vehicles pilot program. And it's not everywhere. This basically means instead of your physical license, you can show it on your phone to get through three airports here, uh, L.A., San Jose and San Francisco. And the DMV is still advising, however, to carry your physical license because right now the police are not accepting that. No state government or agencies, but a few Circle K's are accepting it to buy alcohol
3: so, so yeah. there's hold on <laughs> let me understand this yeah so there's three international airports uh-huh cops won't accept it they will not but circle k will some
0: circle k's <laughs> yeah. will
3: absolutely god those those circle k's man they are <laughs> cutting edge yeah <laughs> also the tsa at circle k is amazing
2: <laughs> strange things afoot at the circle k
3: don't even try to go to tsa with like a weapon because those people that check it, they're good
2: exactly <laughs> <laughs>
3: That might be the goofiest thing I've heard like well, in a long time. With Circle K's.
0: Those are the rules. They'll
3: take them. <laughs> you can buy liquor and tobacco. But don't don't show a cop if you get pulled
0: Do over. No, no, no. You better have your physical license on you still. Mm.
2: Unless you get pulled over in front of a circle, K, <laughs> and they can verify it. Real quickly, not only is exaggerative a word, but she used it correctly as it is an adjective and she was using it to describe her daughter, the noun. Okay. Thank you so much. On, I appreciate that. On
3: three, let's apologize. Mm-hmm. Okay. One, two, three. We're sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Thank sorry, you. Sorry, Thank sorry, you so sorry, much. Sorry.
0: So sorry.
2: <laughs> That's the so first. I love it. You got right on accident.
3: If all goes well, the legend himself, Rick Springfield, will join us here when we return. Hang on. There it is again. You can't get enough of it. Welcome back. It's uh, the BS. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That's Nicky D. There is Nelson. That song right there has my favorite line in in any song. What's that? Uh, Anytime you can use the word moot, which I don't believe has (laughs) ever been in any other song in the history of songwriting. Like that? It's a gem. Uh, the great, legendary Rick Springfield, sir. Good morning. How are you?
1: Uh, good morning. Yeah, I think, I think you're, uh, you're right. That's the only time the word moot has actually been used in a rock shot.
3: For, well, I think any song. I mean, mm-hmm. do you know, Rick, any other song that used the word moot? I mean, really? That's so clever.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. No, I think. Uh... With my my desire to stay away from cliches, I think was uh, what drove that word.
3: Yeah, and think about this too, Rick. In the last probably what fifty years, there's been Jessies around the world that have been pissed off at you, <laughs> trying to figure out if you're talking about them.
1: I know. I apologize to every uh, every Jesse. <laughs> I met one. I met one the other day actually, and the first thing I say is sorry, dude. <laughs> when they themselves. It themselves. It's like you know. <laughs> they, you know they. They they hear it all their life.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly well you, so you were just out on the road like uh with that show with Tommy Two-Tone, too. So it should have been the apology tour because he's gotta apologize for, for Jenny and the song and the numbers and you gotta to apologize to the Jessie's.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was uh they 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 sometimes think that's my song, the uh eight six seven five three oh nine. Well, you've you, funny. you've had
3: that kind of uh, an issue throughout your uh, amazing career, right? I mean, you had back in the day people screwing you up with Bruce Springsteen. They're mm-hmm. trying to ask you; they don't know who Rick Springfield is sometimes, do they?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a little confusing at first. Yeah. I know I've heard him say he used to get uh, gigs at the very before. You know, like born to run, he'd get gigs. Uh, based on people thinking he was me, <laughs> <It's> pretty funny
3: <laughs> um so you're you're going back out on tour you got a bunch of california dates which are important to our audience here obviously uh starting with i mean you're going out to starting tomorrow in washington and then you've got Reading yeah. uh on september 10th at the Reading civic auditorium saratoga uh and then la and then bakersfield and then murphy's then Fresno, and then you go cross-country to New York. So you've got a run of these California dates. You're a California guy. You've got the thing in Baja with Sammy Hagar, right? So, I mean, you're, getting, you're probably putting all your people on a bus to come up and see all, you, all these different uh, shows, aren't you?
1: Yes, we are. We stick them on a bus and <laughs> hope for the best.
3: <laughs> so, so how do you put together a lineup, a set list, with all of your hits – you know, and then you've got the new album "Automatic," which is very, very clever. Um, with, uh, I mean, the songs are are short to the point; they're quick, they're they're pop, they're hip. They get right to the point. Uh, I like it, and it's got a, another great lyric in um, in "Automatic." With uh, hold on, I wrote it down here. Living in a world of hypersensitivity, everywhere I look, everybody wants validity. Then you got the the Facebook fingers that come up in the video, walking on eggshells. State my proclivity. I mean, that's brilliant too, right there, Rick.
1: Uh, well, I like I said, I try to stay away from uh, <laughs> staying away from from cliches has been a a goal of mine from the you know no running into the night or chasing the fire or any stuff like that. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, uh, you end up with words like mood and proclivity, I guess, because of that.
3: Have you been in a songwriting session? Uh, where either in your head or somebody that's sitting with you have pitched one of those cliches, and as much as you love it, that's your rule, and you're like, no, nah, can't do it.
1: Yeah, I have actually. <laughs> do you regret <laughs> them? Famous? Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, I, I don't actually. Um, because I hate hearing those in songs. It really takes away the, you know, my my first uh, realization was kind of the Jackson Brown where he would say a line, and I'd go, yeah, that's exactly how I feel, and you can't do that with cliches, you know. And uh, Although they work, you know, they certainly work, and uh, people still use them, but um, I, I just, you know, I just can't do it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> would you consider yourself an MTV artist? I mean, because Jesse's Girl came out in 81, the launch of MTV, which made a lot of artists, especially someone like you. I mean, yes, you had the acting career so people got to see your face in a different age of television but then mtv comes out you're obviously a great looking guy you got everything you've you've got the it factor would you consider you an mtv artist that it helped make your career
1: oh yeah for sure i think uh, everybody who was on mtv it helped unless they did like a really dumb video which there have been some and i certainly uh I neared that uh, that threshold a couple of times too, with the dumb videos, but most of the time it uh yeah it was very, very powerful. i mean you could the thing with m t v from for most musicians, I was already on t v so it wasn't quite the same issue, but you could have one song, and people would recognize you walking through the airport, whereas you know before m t v it took a couple of albums before everybody knew who you were. So it was it was very odd like that I think for a lot of people that were suddenly um, you know instantly recognizable from one song because of MTV and I don't know how that affected them but uh, I did see it happen.
3: I uh, I would imagine with your career and as long as you've been this uh, successful. There has to be some not serious regrets, but you know, you talk about maybe goofy videos doing that kind of stuff, and then you're with your family and friends. You look back and they go, Rick, what were you thinking? Have you had those moments often?
1: Yeah, with myself, I have for sure. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> what's the biggest one? What's the biggest one?
1: Uh, I was in a band actually in Australia before I came over here called Zoot, and uh, we were a successful band. You know, kind of teen band, and um, and I wanted to push them in a heavier direction. There's actually a a version of Eleanor Rigby that uh, a heavy, like almost heavy metal version of Eleanor Rigby that I arranged for the band. It was actually our biggest hit. You can see it on YouTube if you look up Zoot Eleanor Rigby." But we, we we used to dress in pink, and I when I first joined the band, I said, "Dude, this is not happening." <laughs> so I thought I thought up this idea of us dropping the pink suits and us wearing our original pink suits, which is naked, staring, you know, face we backs to the camera looking over our shoulders at our bare asses. And and I meant it to be I meant it to be high definition, you know, so that you couldn't really see anything. But they printed it full full on full color photo. <laughs> and my mom freaked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you get mom involved, that's a different world, right?
1: That's a different world. And and that thing, you know, like they say, nothing ever dies on the internet. And it sits out, everything's out there. So you got to be, now especially, you got to be real careful.
3: Um, RickSpringfield.com for all these tour dates. Like I said, uh, the tour kicks off tomorrow in Washington, but the California dates start September 10th. So outside of SAC, you know, Reading and then Saratoga and LA, Bakersfield, Murphy's, Fresno. And I'm assuming uh, on the set list, you'll have. Uh, at least a few of the newer songs from Automatic, which, what, do you have 20 new songs on this album?
1: Yeah, yeah, I um, recorded it, you know, in my studio, and I I did it differently because uh, usually you write a bunch of songs and then go in and record them all at once, but I wrote the song and then would go in and record it and then go out and write another song and then go in and record it, and it was a different way, and I played everything on it, so it was, you know, didn't have to call people in, so it was kind of easy to do it that way, so... Um, and it ended up being twenty songs we do do uh, uh automatic from from the album, which actually is uh works really well live and really uh, you've got to be very careful with new songs you know usually it 's time for people to go to the bathroom when you say we 're going to do a new song, but this really is uh with the audience and it' 's uh you can tell when a song works and when it doesn 't yeah and this one really does so it's, it's uh it 's exciting to see you know um I can still write songs that affect people, which I love.
3: How, how does that make an artist feel when you you know you're so proud of a new song? You just I mean you put all this work into a new album, and then you see this sea of people going, "I'll be back for Jesse's Girl." <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, like does that piss you off, or I mean, do you just roll with it? No, no. I mean, our, our show is is full on, and people are involved from from the beginning to the end. It's it's very exciting to be in that position and um you know I mean, obviously I can't leave the stage without playing Jesse's girl but uh, uh you know I'm proud to have written that too and and I love the reaction that it gets and, and uh yeah it's it's all you know it's all good
3: yeah there's some artists that can't stand their big hits mm-hmm. well, you know or the song that put them on the map so it's so uh, mm-hmm. re- refreshing to hear rick springfield say he still loves playing jesse's right. girl and and you and you because i've seen you perform uh, a couple different times and you do it with such passion like it's the first time you've performed it a lot of time artists a lot of times artists will get so sick of the song they'll change it up so much that it doesn't have the same you emotion
1: you know yeah. yeah i know Actually, joe Walsh had a great line before he went into a rocky mountain way which is basically just you know, bump but one chord. He said, if I knew I was going to be playing this song for the rest of my life, I'd, ri- I'd have written a different song. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's it's like it's like the nine-to-fiver, though, right, Rick? You go to work every day, you punch in, you punch out, and it might be the same yep. same same day, same work, same uh, job, but that's what pays the bills, and, and that's what you're supposed to do. That's pretty good. Did you get to keep the um, – yeah. go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, that's great. I, I get my joy from the reaction of the audience, really. it's that's, You know, that's where you get the energy for playing a song for the 10,000th time is uh, seeing people react to it.
2: Well, and at this point, like, people are bringing their kids to see their favorite artists, too, so it really is the first time some of these people are getting to experience this song.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and I, I take that into account. You know, they haven't been with me every time I've sung the song, so I'm aware of that.
3: Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. Will there ever be a follow-up to Jesse's
2: Girl? Ooh.
1: Uh there well, you know, uh, uh Coheed and Cambria did the uh, Jessie's Girl 2. Um there, uh, but I don't I I haven't written a follow-up to it. No. <laughs> oh, wait.
3: We we've got to we've got to get we've got to got do to this. Collab. Yeah, I mean I don't know if you want my help. But.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice that you've signed up for Rick. You I and know. him. <laughs> what am I talking
3: about? We. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll give you a yeah or a <laughs> you nay. Know,
3: let, let me put my writing skills. My very first song ever written. I'm sending it to Rick Springfield. Uh, what did you think of Craig Robinson's uh, performance of Jesse's Girl on Hot Tub Time Machine? Uh,
1: I thought it. Would, we actually. Start the song out with a, with a bunch of clips from movies of people doing the song, and uh, that that we'd actually have stuck that went in there. Yeah, it's pretty funny.
3: Oh my God, I love it. it's 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 so good. It's oh, that, the whole family. scene, such an underappreciated comedy too. By the way, uh, did you get
1: the yeah?
3: Keep, yeah. Did, did you get to keep the gold uh, suit from the automatic video? Because I like it.
1: I do have the gold suit from the automatic video. Yeah. Uh, don't know when I'll wear it again, but uh, yeah. It's, like,
3: when would you I not gave, wear it?
1: it color right. suit. What's that?
3: I said, when would you not wear it? I mean, <laughs> it's pretty damn cool, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was a kid, there was a, an Elvis uh, uh, album called, I don't know, had a list of his hits. And he had a gold suit on. And I said, dude, I want one of those. So I finally got one.
3: Well, that's good. After all these years, I'm, I'm glad the industry was uh, allowing you to finally get your cold suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet of the record industry. So um, you are ridiculously in shape. Like mm-hmm. I'm 48, you're 70, and you make 21-year-olds on steroids look like they're fat and out of shape. So, I mean, I'm assuming, and I don't know this about you, but I'm assuming – throughout the years, you lived the lifestyle, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And then at some point, I mean, you've never been overweight, but at some point it turned into health like most uh, most artists, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. At some point you kind of wake up and go, you know, what if I keep doing this? It's going to kill me early. So um, that's really the revelation that, that artists have once, they, you know, cross, I guess, 45, 50, something like that. You either go further into it, like we know, you know, musicians have, or you uh, put, well, you know, you change course, and I changed course, and uh, um, but there's been, you know, honestly, there's been some pretty funny things. On there was a photo of Bill Clinton and Sammy Hagar next to each other, and and Bill didn't wasn't looking too good, and. and that said, you know Sammy Hagar. This is what sex, drugs, and rock and roll can do for you. <laughs> Sammy looked great, you know. He's smiling and tanned and everything, and Bill looks all sick. And so, it was, it, there's been some jokes about that too lately.
3: Yeah. Pretty funny. Um, I know that. Uh, not to bring the conversation down, but I want to bring this up because the company that we work for, Odyssey, is uh, is is very much getting people help. When they need it, there's a whole section on TheOdyssey.com uh, called I'm Listening for Those with Mental mental Health and Mental Health Issues. You, to your credit, Rick, have spoken out about the struggles that you've had uh, throughout your career, which I totally commend you for. I think it's important no matter how long you've been doing something, especially yourself, and how successfully you are, you still have come out and uh, been honest about those struggles and I'm sure helped out a tremendous amount of people that, that are Rick Springfield fans, right?
1: I have heard, you know, back, I wrote about it first in my autobiography late, late at night that came out a few years ago, and uh, I just, I mean, I just included it because it was part of my life, and I I wasn't ashamed of it. I knew it wasn't my fault kind of thing or something to be ashamed of, and I just, if I'd not included it, it would have, there would have been a hole missing in the storyline, you know. So I had to, because it was a big driver. It was a big driver in my life, for sure. It's all um, oh, the upside is it's pushed me, you know. I, oh, I never felt like I was enough, so I had to keep doing more and more and pushing myself harder and harder. But um, people, you know, they glommed onto it. They, uh, I don't, I haven't met anybody with the exception of my dear sweet late. Uh, front of house sound man, Matty Spindell, who this record actually automatic is dedicated to, uh, who passed away last year, um, earlier, I mean, sorry, earlier this year. And uh, he was the only person I've ever known who never got depressed. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, I think it affects a lot of people through their lives uh, at some point. Mm-hmm. And it could be, you know, a real. It can be a loss, a terrible loss, or, a ter- or something like that that can drag you down, or it can be just a chemical thing, which it, it is with me, and and uh, and I've had to deal with it all my life. And I try and I talk about it on stage because uh, uh, to show that you know you can still have a life and not let it defeat you. And uh, I've tried my best not to let it defeat me, although I've come close. <laughs>
3: Yeah. And again, I, I think that's so important for those that like yourself that to talk about those things and, um, you know, to help those that need help. And again, for those that do, you can go to odyssey.com slash I'm listening. So rickspringfield.com for the tour dates uh, here locally. Uh, just a little car ride away to go see Rick here in the next couple days. The new album Automatic is available now. You can also get that on rickspringfield.com. Rick, it's been an honor having you on, my friend. Thank you so much for your time and thanks for all the good memories and good times. Appreciate it.
1: I appreciate it too. Thanks so much.
3: All right, take care. Bye bye. Rick Springfield there. Sorry guys. I got to wrap up and
0: no, it's fine. I know. I'll ask him my question next
3: time. Yeah. <laughs> He'll come on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So Great. much so much he enjoyed us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, that's cool. I love Rick Springfield, let me tell you.
2: Nice guy.
3: So, we've got some stories for you today. Um, I mean, mine is probably going to sound watered down compared to when we get to Nikki Dees <laughs> Vegas from Hell story, which is going to blow <laughs> your mind. But I did finally, as we are still new to town, head over to Lake Tahoe because that's where I was told to go. The
2: hype was high Ooh. on Lake Tahoe. Yeah. <sighs> But was Bailey High at Lake Tahoe? <laughs> right, no, doubt <laughs> right, it. no, doubt it.
3: Actually, it's funny you say that. Oh, mm. yeah, they get, people got yelled at at the casino for that. So there's a lot of little interesting things, including me getting called out for counting cards at the casino.
0: Can't wait to hear it. Is.
3: Yeah, all right, give us a minute here. Hang on. Looking for a uh, something to do a long weekend, and of course, all of us here in this room, new to town, still. So I was told uh, I was going to go to Reno,
2: mm-hmm. and then
3: I was laughed at. Like five of my coworkers. And it's like one of those things when you're the new kid, the new kid in school, and you say something that I guess it's not normal.
0: It's it's not that it's not normal. It's people that are familiar with it are like, What are you thinking? Yeah, they they, no. ge,
3: they geo shamed me. Oh, they did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't appreciate it. Could have talked to me like an adult instead of laughing at me. Jesus. So they're like, Go to Lake Tahoe. You know, it's closer. I was like, All right, cool. So uh, I, get, I was trying to avoid going through a lot of the twisty twirlies. I can't do the twisty twirlies.
0: I know, because you're scared of the cliffs.
3: Oh, my God. It's just a matter of time before the damn mountain falls, I'm telling yes. you. It's so scary. And so, I, you know, my buddies that I'm in this fantasy football league on, I'm, I'm in this group text with them. They're uh-huh. <laughs> great guys. And I'm texting them, like, my, my GPS won't take me. It's like you take either 50 or 80. Uh-huh. And they said, take 80, it's not as bad. I was like, all right. So I'm trying to take 80. And my GPS still reroutes me, and I couldn't figure out how to just put it on 80. So I, I start one way, and then it puts me on 50. I'm like, screw it. I'll just figure it out when I get there. Uh. It wasn't all that bad until I get to, like, the last twisty twirlies. Mm-hmm. And, man, is that corner sharp. And there's, like, this little brick-like siding to the <laughs> mountain. And, of course, my wife the entire time is going, oh, my God, honey, look at look how... The
0: up we are, Shut up! <laughs> what are you trying to do to me? Were people driving right, or were people driving crazy and fast and speeding?
3: No, they all know how to drive. I'm okay. the one that does not know how to drive. <laughs> I'm the one knuckle white knuckling it, and everybody's behind me. Honkers. Anyway, so we get to Lake Tahoe, and I mean, it was it was nice. I mean, we got we caught uh some rain and and overcast, so we didn't go do hiking. We did a sunset cruise with champagne.
0: You guys looked really cold in your pictures. Right?
3: Very cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so we go to Emerald Bay, which was neat. You know, so the, the first trip over there. But, you know, we're gamblers. So, uh, you know, we ended up staying at Harrah's and it's connected to another hotel, which is a Caesars property called Harvey's, which is I've never heard of before.
2: The worst name for a hotel, by the way. Harvey's was pre Harrah's was it, really? So it was Harvey's first, then it was Harris. Sounds like a chocolate bar from
3: League of Their Own, Harvey's chocolate bars. Like,
2: Harvey's had one, I think, on the Strip a long, long time ago, and then all of the ancillary properties that were going out to the council bluffs, like where I'm from and and wherever else, they set up Harvey's properties.
3: They do have a place called the Baked Something
2: Bear.
0: Mm -hmm. You
3: make your own ice cream sandwich.
0: I saw that, and you guys had a lot of them. I was a little bit shocked. Y'all had more than two. I saw like three on there, I thought, three or four.
3: Uh, no, we just had two. Oh, you only had two. Yeah, okay. we were a full fat kid.
0: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> they looked good though.
3: Totally against what I stand for. But Absolutely. I mean, when in Rome, right? Right. So, uh, you know, we're big gamblers, so we go to the casino. Definitely not impressed with the casinos. I mean, they're all outdated, they're old. The dealers were not very nice. The pit bosses were not very nice. They um there is this uh the one pit boss was, I mean, she was the definition of a bitch. Mm. Like she was just a oh. bitch. And, you know, there were people that were smoking at the table. You could smoke uh-huh. in the casino. I don't mind the cigarettes. You're in a casino. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. If you allow smoke in the casino, you people can't. People going to smoke. Don't go to the casino if you don't like cigarette smoke. Mm-hmm. I find it really annoying that people that do the wave,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you're in a casino that allows smoking. Right. It's like a landscaper yelling at you because his allergies have been triggered by your
0: grass no but you have to do the wave when the smoke's going directly up your nose so I understand but that.
3: they do it so much that they're making a point yeah <laughs> right and so this dealer comes up and she's knocked up right so the the pit boss goes can nobody that there's two people at the table smoking she goes can nobody smoke at the table because she's pregnant please uh-huh. or, or she goes this is a." she said this was a non-smoking table which yeah it's really not <laughs> that's a very gray area. Yes. Like if I were a diehard smoker, I'd have probably mm-hmm. argued with her. So the, they, they, they said, yeah, that's fine. You know, it's cool. But I'm sitting there thinking in my head, I'm like,
0: there's still smoke here.
3: Exactly. Like, Why what? are you in the
0: casino <laughs> pregnant? <laughs> People are going to still be smoking in this building. This <laughs> makes no
3: sense. Why are you here anyway? Mm-hmm. You know, you're, it's, you're still at it. like every table you're going to ask for no. So that was kind of silly. So then this one night and we, you know, I kind of broke even as far as if you're wondering, if I want or loss, I broke even. Okay. My wife got beat up a little bit. She uh, she didn't do very well in the slots, but I'm playing Texas Hold'em, uh, and I they they weren't they weren't big on like against like you could collude right. There was collusion sure. and it was fine.
0: That means you can talk to each other about what you got.
3: Right? Yeah, okay. and, and it's fine. You don't really. I mean, it's fun. Whatever. It's stupid. It's silly. So I could see what everybody has, mm-hmm. and then you see the five cards on the table right. and you're trying to make the best five card hand to beat their, their their two their five card hand and so I was guessing I have this very I, I, oh, you are a good guesser though I, well it's is it guessing or is it skill it's kind of a process of elimination right okay I don't know if it's counting cards because counting cards you you equivalent you, you, you it's there's blackjack. a running
2: count there's literally a count in your head plus two minus four plus three
3: so there's 52 cards in a deck mm-hmm. 13 cards in a suit. So if you look at, and you got a full table, what everybody has.
0: Then you, you are counting cards, because you kind of know what's left.
3: Yeah, so I'm going, you know, oh, I'm calling their cards before they flip them over. like, King uh-huh. 5. I, I was so hot. I mean, for three days straight, oh. I was getting like 90% of them correct. Dang. And this one night, I mean, I was almost 100% correct. If, if I wasn't right on both of them, I was right on one, and then like one or two off on the other.
0: Uh-huh.
3: And the guy looks at me.
0: The dealer? Yeah. You know,
3: and he goes... Are you counting cards, sir? What? And I was like, I don't know how. Should I be upset? That, I was like, should I go, thank you? Or I didn't know how to react. And I'm like, does it matter? It's not blackjack.
0: I was say, is, is it illegal or something in
3: gambling? It's frowned upon. Uh-huh. Like masturbating on an airplane. It's not but, illegal, it's just
2: frowned upon. I think masturbating then, on an airplane is illegal, depending <laughs> on where you do it. Thanks, Bin Laden. But how is it
0: frowned upon <laughs> if you're playing cards mm. and you're a card player? That's just, to me, you know cards. You know what you have. You can see what everybody else has. You can see what's on the table.
3: But what see, they expect you to if, do. if you're counting, because
2: the casino makes the rules.
3: Yeah, but see, here's the thing: in this game, if you're counting cards, right, um, you're not profiting. Like the cards are already been dealt. Like, unlike mm-hmm. in blackjack, where the cards have not been flipped. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I'm not. You're not winning money. No. By count, by by, by knowing what he has. Right.
0: Mm-mm. Okay.
3: Because your your money's already in. Yes, so it's not like you can bail out.
0: What Would you say to him when he asked you that?
3: Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. And I think he thought I was being.
0: You got all
2: your fingers? <laughs> He's got all his fingers right? You got all your toes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see
3: a black eye or anything. No, 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 no. I didn't, beat you I didn't in know the bag what of to quarters. say. I never had anybody say it to me. I was like, thank, thank you, like that. I was like, thank you, and I kind <laughs> <laughs> of.
0: Oh, that's good. Did he look mad? Dastardly.
3: He looked like, wow, you're a dick.
0: Oh, okay. gotcha. I don't know.
3: All right. Second round of headlines. What do you got?
0: I'm going to tell you why a robber left the scene half naked and how a gender reveal turned deadly.
3: All right. Get you uh, your second round of headlines here in a minute. Stand
2: by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two.
0: Headlines. Read all about it,
2: baby. Extra, extra. Read all.
3: Second round of headlines, thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Best service, best price, that is guaranteed. That's no BS. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Nikki D.
0: Store owners fought back against a criminal, but they're still very afraid. H3.
1: When they tried uh, to chase him, chase him outside, he had a gun and like, and like go, go back because I'm going to shoot you guys and I'm going to kill all of you guys.
0: That's a woman who was in a store that her family owns. This is in Southern California. It's a jewelry store. This guy comes up to the store and and they posted this video online, which is crazy. I'm going to put it up on our Facebook page. This guy has on a Trump mask and he's coming into their store with a box in his hand. And I think her grandfather or something was sitting on the outside. He sprays this man in the face with bear repellent goes into the store, starts spraying the people that work there with bear repellent, and then he breaks the glass to try to start grabbing the jewelry. Where the men who work here, they came out of the back. They all at one time attacked him. At one point, they were beating him with, like, this stick. He ends up running out of the store. He doesn't even have a shirt on anymore. They've pulled his clothes off, and he's running, and that's when he turned around and threatened them, like, stop chasing me. I got a gun. I'm going to shoot you. So they just let him run off. They
3: didn't realize that the entire store at least all the men were on break.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were ready. <laughs> there were like
3: eight of them filed out afterwards.
0: <laughs> they were like, ready. Like, oh,
3: man, did I not gauge this one right? Not at all. <laughs> right. Did you see what happened? Was it at the Target? This was also in California where a lady was shoplifting. And uh, when the cops came to arrest her, she says, it's not illegal to shoplift. I saw that. Because, it, I mean, this is absurd, people. This is absolutely absurd. I can't believe In this state, there is not a bigger uproar about how ridiculous this shoplifting thing is.
0: Mm -hmm, And it's getting more and more out of control and dangerous. Like,
3: to the point where, I mean, somebody, it's going to get violent. Uh It's going to turn into a side versus side. Mm -hmm. But you can't have these kids come into these stores and just steal at will Without any repercussions.
0: And it's not kids. This was a grown, a overgrown man coming in here trying to steal these people's jewelry. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, if you go and steal something like this and have the balls to do it, mm-hmm. and you get shot, you can't, you know, that's on you. Absolutely. You know, your yes. your, your mother can't sit there and sue and cry because your dumbass went and did something
0: illegal. Now that I agree with.
3: You know, and more people should, you know, like these, you take them out. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like cap them, kneecap them you
0: know
3: it's absurd like for and, people to steal other people's property get an effing job you lazy sons of
2: bitches
0: and it makes sense why too why a lot of these jewelry stores have the
2: armed security there also robbing a jewelry store is high risk low reward because the best stuff is not in those cases
3: Yeah, or it's all fake
2: you're right <laughs>
3: and, and it is it's like somebody going to a game stop and going just take taking everything off the shelves like Oh man, they keep the games behind the counter. Oh yeah, <laughs> the I boxes just, are empty. I just stole 180
0: boxes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Enjoy it, glass. Is there anywhere I can recycle these for some money? <laughs> All right, second one, good. Can we agree to get rid of the gender reveal? H four. Looks like the plane's left wing gives way, leading it to spiral out of control. Officials say people found the pilot lying in the wreckage before calling police. He died from his injuries. Such a sad story. Yeah.
3: <laughs> News story. It made me pay two ninety nine for the first minute. <laughs> Thank you, lady. Now I've got an erection. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Another gender reveal party has ended with tragedy. And this is another video that's horrible to watch. Actually, you can see the plane fly over. It sprays out Mm. the pink spray to show they're having a girl. And immediately after it flies over, the left wing breaks off and it just starts spiraling, crashes and they go find the pilot and he's dead.
3: Yeah. Well, you know what I want to say?
0: that they should stop doing these parties.
3: Yeah, I hate the gender reveal. Me
0: too. Just go back to having a regular baby shower and keep it moving.
3: I've I've always thought they're stupid. The golf ball, the baseball, the shooting the thing. The only one that I thought was fairly clever was the two guys wrestling. I mean, shocker, I'm a little biased. I
0: was about to say. But
3: "Mm -hmm." it was different, you know. But just get the envelope. Don't look at it. Have your buddy hand it to you. Have a party. Somebody knows what it is. Have some, you know. Pink cake, pink stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: That's was I say, go back to old school. Have a baby shower. Your friend has the envelope. Slice the cake. And whatever color's on the inside, boom, that's yeah. what baby you're having. And now
3: everybody's trying to outdo somebody else. Like, oh, yeah. So my mom
0: is going to light herself
3: on fire. Exactly. If it's blue <laughs> flames, it's a boy. If it's pink, if she, like, after she's burned, <laughs> if it's really pink. It's third degree. It's a girl. <laughs>
0: That's exactly what they're doing.
3: Nobody's going to top my gender reveal, <laughs> which, by the way, everybody's going to forget in 20 minutes. Yeah. You no, know, kind of silly. All right. Just stop it. Got tickets to California Brew Fest. Uh, this is for you and three buddies. So if you've got three friends uh, for the California Brewers Festival at Discovery Park, September 16th, this is the longest running brew fest in the region. Yep. All right. Tickets will not be sold at the gate.
0: So you want to get them here with us.
3: But if we have not yet sold out, can be purchased at full price online the day of the event. Yep. Mm -hmm. CalBrewFest.com. Those are the details I have in front of me. But anyway, I've got uh, four of these tickets to give to you right now. We're going to play Order Up. I need a couple players. We'll play a piece of audio within that audio. Three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. I'll give you the category. You, with the help from the very lovely Nikki D, will have to tell me. uh, Oldest to newest. Yep. Put them in order. Order them up. All right. Need some players. 916 Nine zero nine zero nine eight five nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five, and we'll do that here when we return. Hang on.
2: They can't spell the word chronological, but they're pretty sure it means to put stuff in order according to year. They're not in the right order. Get this in order.
1: Think you can do that? Let's find out. Because it's time to play. Order up.
3: All right, welcome back. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nick D. There is Nelson. Uh, I have four tickets to give to. Someone here for the California Brewfest. And if you don't win them from us this week, you can go to calbrewfest.com. Buy mm-hmm. them yourself, cheap bastards. <laughs> <laughs> is this Gabriel in Sacramento?
1: Yes, this is. How's it going? Good, good, good,
3: good, good, good. Hang on, Gabe. Let me get you some competition. Everybody's got their windows down. Brian in Roseville, how are you?
2: Yes, sir. Brian and Roseville,
3: checking in. Checking in, Brian Roseville. First-time caller, long-time listener. Okay, uh g- gentlemen, here we go. I'm going to play a piece of audio. Within that audio, three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. I'll tell you the category. You, with the help from the lovely, extremely intelligent, vivacious Nikki D, have to put them in order, oldest to newest. Whoever has the most points wins. Uh, if you get it right. You're good. You want to go back to if you don't, the other person gets to play. Yeah. Yes,
2: we can do that. Yes.
3: Okay. So if you don't get it right, the other person can steal. Now that we have more time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: All right, Gabriel, you are up first. The category: science fiction movies. Nikki D. All right. Look so excited over All there. Right. Here we go. Oh, yeah. A1. A1. A one.
1: A one. I am Corbin Dallas. Right.
0: And uh, this is? Lilo
1: Dallas Multipass. Yeah. Multipass. Lila, uh, multipass, you know this Multipass. Lilo Dallas, my wife, we're newlywed. Lieutenant Pendleton is about to be miniaturized, placed into this needle, and then injected into this rabbit. But something went wrong. And Tuck's about to get a new destination. C. When we're
2: asleep, our mind can do almost anything, such as. So
1: imagine you're designing a building, right? You consciously create each aspect. But sometimes it feels like it's almost creating itself.
3: Ooh, that's tough. All right, order them up, you two, please. About 60 seconds.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Gabriel. The first one... You, you don't know any of these? All right. Not really, no. <laughs> All right, the first one, I heard something about newlyweds, and I don't think this is sci-fi, but I remember a movie about... A newlywed thing going I heard on. Bruce so, Willis. you heard Bruce Willis? boob, boob, Willis. Bruce Willis. What is yep, what yep. is a science fiction movie he played in? Dang. Um, the, Is it something with elements?
2: Yes, exactly.
0: Ooh, elements. Remember um, that
2: Bruce Willis. The Fifth Element. Yeah, I believe it was one of them. Oh, yeah, I heard that one. Fifth Element. Maybe I heard that's some Roger. It. I heard some Roger Rabbit in there. Oh okay, well, um, B. I, think,
0: I heard a rabbit. I think that's Alice in Wonderland, but the movie version, because it said uh, a rabbit in a needle. Twenty seconds.
1: All
0: right. Um and come then on, we got this. Okay, and then C, I think it's um one of the Wesley Snipes sci-fi movies. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Sounds like Total doing, Recall yeah. or something, maybe funk show. Total no, not
0: total
3: recall. Not total recall. All right, need an answer.
0: All right. Well, we're not really sure on this. So <laughs> we're gonna just have to take an educated guess. All right. And we're gonna say when you say BCA.
3: BCA. BCA sounds good. Yeah. Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my
1: god.
3: So yeah, that's not right. That's wrong. BCA incorrect. Brian for the steal.
1: I'm gonna go ABC.
3: Ooh.
0: A B C okay.
3: A B C sticking with that? Locking that in?
0: Yes, sir. Nicely
3: done, Brian!
0: Is that right? No, that's wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the answer is BAC, Interspace 87, Fifth Element 97, Inception 2010, no. Oh, my Allison gosh.
2: Allison Wonderland.
0: Well, I heard a rabbit.
2: No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Allison>. He was <laughs> injected into a man. Dennis, Dennis Quaid Dennis injected Quaid. into. Sure. Yeah, no. All right, Brian. Harding the short. No, the,
0: the
3: board is yours. That was a bust category. Would like to say, here we go. The uh, next category is commercial campaigns.
0: No,
2: okay.
3: No, okay. <gasps> Commercial campaigns. Here we go. B1. <laughs>
2: a. Not so fast. All right.
0: These have always brought me up. A okay. man.
1: Wait,
2: wait. B. <laughs> five. Five dollar. Five dollar. C. It certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy Where's
3: the beef? All right, here we go. Commercial campaign, 60 seconds. Brian, Nikki.
0: Okay. Uh, the first one, A, was White Diamonds. Um, I don't remember the campaign, but I heard White Diamond. Race. And then B was the $5 footlong from Subway. And then C was Where's the Beef? Is that Arby's? We got the meat.
3: Swear to God, if Prime. you were close enough to me, i will hit you.
2: I don't think that's
0: Arby's. What do you think it is?
2: Oh, where's man. the beef? I couldn't tell you. I
0: know it's not Arby's, though. I would not think so. I quit. Really, bro? Like, where's the beef?
2: I quit. Where's the beef? I it quit.
0: got Okay, it, had to be a, it has to be a burger place. Burger King? Beef?
3: All right. Uh, Ten okay. seconds.
0: Well, we know White Diamonds is the oldest, so we're going to say A.
3: Yep. <sighs>
0: I don't know if A, Subway or the I beef. Like, I like A-C-B. Yeah. ACB. All right, we're going to go with ACB.
3: ACB, that is mm-hmm. strong, my friend. you locking that in?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, that's wrong. That's
3: wrong. <laughs> Gabriel for the steal.
0: Um, C-A-B. C-A-B. C- oh, so you think the beef one is it? Cab? Where's
1: the beef? Old school campaign.
0: Okay, What do you know who it is? <laughs> okay. Is All
3: right, that- we're
0: going to go with him, Cab.
3: Cab C A B, locking that in.
2: Boom. That's right. Go, Gabriel. Let's go. <laughs> you,
0: <laughs>
3: you should be hit with an elevator right now.
0: Why should I be hit with an elevator?
3: Where's the beef, Wendy's? The one of the most popular campaigns of all time. The old yeah. lady. Where's the beef? It's it's like Americana.
2: Yeah. I don't know like that. Seventies. Like I almost cut off 80s. the word beef. Because I was like, it's gonna be too easy. It's the old lady. She's gonna go. Where's the? I left beef on, and you didn't even know. Oh, I thought it was Arby's. Okay.
3: If you would have had Smash Mouth singing, "Where's the beef?" from Nickelback. (laughs) (laughs) And the old lady going, "Let's go!" All right, Gabriel, the board is yours. You're already up by one. Soundtrack songs is the next category for order up. Here we go. C one. Right, soundtrack song, sixty seconds. Gabe and
0: Nikki, go.
2: Okay. C A B. Nice.
0: Oh dang, Gabriel. Okay, so do you know what they are? A was Hungry Eyes. Hungry Eyes, yeah. B was Rocky. National Lampoons. Oh, National Lampoons. And so you think National Lampoon is the oldest? That's
3: like the seventies. That one. Yeah, that's old school. Like late seventies, early eighties.
0: Older than Hungry Eyes is probably late eighties. I don't know. We'll go with you. It's it's your game. I don't think that's right, though. W- what are you
3: saying there, Gabe?
2: Um, the um, C A B.
3: C A B cab. Again, a strong yep. answer from the Gabe man. Gabe. Not gay. Gabe. 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 Yeah, that's Gabe. Uh that's wrong. Yeah, I
2: didn't uh, think it was back to back.
3: Brian for the steal.
2: All right, Nikki D, I'll take your i I'll take your uh your okay. opinion on this one.
0: Thank you. So I think that Rocky is the oldest here, which was B, and National Lampoon. Okay, he right about that. I ain't know what that one was. So that's next. So I would say B C A. Um, because Hungry Eyes was from Dirty Dancing, so that's I think strong. that's the newest. So I would say B C A.
3: Strong, Brian.
0: I'm
2: gonna go with that because I don't know any of them. B C A. Are we right? Yep. What?
1: Let's go. Let's okay. go. Gonna fly now. Theme from Rocky, Bill
3: Conti 76, Holiday Road, Lindsay Buckingham, National Lampoons Vacation 83, then Hungry Eyes. Eric Carmen. The underappreciated Eric Carmen. Mm-hmm. Dirty Dancing, 1987. All right, it's all tied up. Let's uh let's do this one as the last one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Last one here. And you are in luck, Brian. The board is yours, and this is right up Nikki D's alley.
0: <laughs> what is it?
3: It's right up in her Uh-oh. squisher. Yes,
0: I know it's not. Uh-oh.
3: Good news for you, Gabe. If they get it wrong, you automatically win order up in the tickets for California Brewfest. All right? But well, I, I'll I, take it. I know, but I hate to tell you the chances of this them getting this incorrect is uh, very slim. The category is what? Things White Women Say.
0: <laughs> oh, I got that right. <laughs>
3: no, the category is U.S. History. Oh, this is
0: sabotage.
2: <laughs> oh, God forbid up, you know Brian. about U.S. History. Oh, my God. Sabotage. Taj. She hit that Taj. taj. Yeah. Taj Mahal.
3: <laughs> taj. taj. Is that to the 16th chapel? <laughs> yes. Taj. Uh. All right, here we go. D1. A.
1: I welcome this kind of examination because people have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything
2: I've B. got. Very fine-grained as you get close to it. It's almost like a powder. I'm going to step off a laminate. That's one small step. And one day on the
1: red hills of Georgia sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be, be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood.
3: I have- All right, here we go. US History for the Win. Brian and Nikki D, order them up.
2: up. All right, so so second one was the moon landing, I believe.
0: Okay, I wrote down moon, boom, I heard that. Okay. Moon
2: boom. I don't know what year that was. The first one was Nixon, so that's like the seventies.
0: Oh, I wrote down President Crook. Boom. Okay, so you say that's uh, Nixon. And the, la-
2: and the last one, last one's MLK. I, I have a again, dream I, speech. I know, so who was first, the MLK or the moon?
0: Uh, I think MLK came before the moon, or did he come? No, the moon had to be first, didn't it? No. Okay, I think the moon was Uh-oh. first. Then. MLK had a dream, boom, BC and president last A. I don't know what the president did, but he was president. Wait, we're talking in text BCA. shorthand, right Okay. Now. So, I will go BCA. <laughs> All
3: right, BCA, Brian, these are your tickets. You get to decide is that what you're going with?
0: No. Okay, then what you going with? I think I <sighs> You think the speech came before the moon?
2: Yeah, I okay. want to say I
0: want to say CBA. CBA. Okay, Sure tickets. I want you to go with your good, right? Because so I it, don't
2: know. It's it's, it's Moon.
0: Moon oh, is man.
1: B. I, okay, I, <sighs> I need it. Moon is B. Yeah.
0: Moon is B. Yeah, so Martin Luther King first. Martin Luther King first. Moon, and then. And then Nixon. All right, CBA. That's CBA. With. Yeah. Kyle,
3: who is helping us out from now on answering calls, <laughs> he's, he's just been introduced to stupid, which is us.
2: <laughs> he's losing his oh, mind no. back there. So,
3: <laughs> We're not big on facts over here, buddy, uh-uh. so welcome to the show. Yeah. Just... That's what makes us so damn good.
2: <laughs>
3: CBA, are you locking that in, Brian? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay, what are, you, what are you going with? I need an answer. I got to go. Uh,
2: Martin Luther King first, BCA. That's, That's c- what I said. That's CBA. I know.
3: CBA. Right
0: last time. Okay. Martin Luther King first is C, though. That's C. Oh. C- CBA.
2: Uh, All right, I need
3: an answer, or I'm disqualifying you.
2: Yes, I was
3: up. Okay, CBA. C-
2: CBA. CBA. No, B- yeah, CBA, CBA. CBA.
3: Most I only have so much timpani <laughs> uh, Yeah, you only have so many so seconds. Pressure. CBA, locking that in. I gotta tell you, my. You sure you don't want to change it?
2: Oh my god! Oh you're come such a on! Jerk.
3: You want to change it?
2: No, sir. No. No. That's correct. One of the King
3: Jr. I have a dream speech, 1963. The moon landing, 1969. Ooh. And I am not a crick. Crick, Crook, Crook. One of them. From the villain from Batman, President Crook. <laughs> <laughs>
2: President Crook. Nixon. Nixon.
3: Uh, Brian, congratulations. You got four tickets to California Brew Fest, taking place September 16th, Discovery Park. Gabriel, you played a good game. Tries back tomorrow. We'll have more passes, okay? Thank you. All right. Thank you. And you goodbye. And you hold on. And there we go. Once again, Nikki D.
0: Crushing. Great job for me. Yeah. Ooh. Today was hard, though, in my defense. Education level is through the
2: roof. <laughs> I have a dream. It's like the 64th anniversary of it, like last week. I think I know why she
3: mixes up good and well. Uh-huh. Why? Because she thinks you spell good G-E-D. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's actually good. Thank you very much. I can't even comment that. Thank you very much. Thank <laughs> that you very really much.
0: <laughs> if you but I don't have GMD. I have went to uh went to
3: Burning Man and you made the trip over and uh, partook in what was,
2: looked like a disaster.
3: I don't know why you go there anyway. But I know there was some traffic, probably some traffic this morning. Maybe if you made it back, I'd like to hear how it went. If not, we will tell you how it went according to different news reports, uh, which... Always have a different opinion on these things. Right. I did learn something very interesting about Burning Man that I did not know. I'll share that with you as well. 916-909-0985. Hang man. That Eddie Murphy and Roxanne.
0: Love it. Love isn't
3: it, it. Isn't he great, Ding?
0: I never hear that song and not think about Eddie Murphy.
3: Uh, well, Seths who was singing. Right. <laughs> Eddie Sting Murphy. <laughs> Played a cop in Beverly Hills Cop. He did, and he sung this in jail. He's part of the police. Right. Yeah. Not the right movie, by the way. A different movie. Anyway, uh, Burning Man was this weekend. And if you went, uh, for you're on your way back or if you've been before, I'd love to hear from you. 916-909-0985. I think I had a little bit of the traffic coming back uh, from Tahoe because we came uh, back the Reno way, which I'll explain a little bit later why we ended up doing that. Uh, so I, I really am stupid when it comes to Burning Man. I mean, I, I get it. It's kind of what an EDM type of festival you're in with uh, the Black Rocks desert, Black Rock Desert, which is, I believe, 100 miles north mm-hmm. of Reno.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You're in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of like what the fire festival is trying to do. Right. But this thing has yeah. been going on for like 15 plus years. Forever. Right. Feels like forever. But it's an EDM
2: festival, correct? Uh, yes. It's Does anybody DJs. know anything it's, about yeah, this? it's DJs and drugs in the desert? DJs, drugs, desert. Sex. Yeah, a lot of sex. A lot of sex. It's basically, it's a place where the idea behind Burning Man is we're all going to slough off the corporate world and the shackles of everything that is the modern world, Mm. except for EDM, Mm -hmm. and we are going to go into the desert, and we are going to make a community. We're making something from nothing. There's bartering, there's... communes there's camps that they make you travel in between the different camps and then at the very end they light the burning man oh and we all dance around the burning effigy
3: and they do is so it's a hippie fest
2: yeah but electronic hippie fest but nobody actually performs there well the djs do like diplo was there this year uh, like that's the biggest name that i know but i don't know a lot of like artists i don't know a lot of edm artists anymore okay
3: so did did he perform for smiles because no one's getting paid right (laughs) <laughs> well I mean it's it's against like you're not paying because they don't nothing you can't buy anything there right everything is barter everything's barter
0: you just trade everything off I was doing research on this because I never even heard of it before and I was trying to figure out like what was the draw that celebrities went to this thing and I still can't figure that out either
3: yeah Chris Rock was there you right. know, when he left early, like a bunch of celebrities, I guess, hitched rides with people. <laughs> yeah, On the
0: back they, of their pickup trucks Because
3: <laughs> the, the weather was so bad that they were, for the most part, underwater. Mm-hmm. And there was just so much mud. Uh, uh, there was just so much mud everywhere. So there was just... just uh, and I guess there's an orgy dome. There's an orgy yeah. tent. Mm-hmm. So you go in there, and I was reading this article, this woman, um, she's like, you know, has a... Uh, You know, nice job. She's an executive assistant or something in L.A. or whatever. And I was reading this interview that the the, what I don't know where I saw, but they were doing with her. And she was I thought it was pretty cool, just casually, nonchalant, just talking about, yeah, you know, I went there and it's pretty cool. Before you get into the orgy tent, they ask you a bunch of questions so you're not a creeper. (laughs) Right. And I was like, well, that's good. They want to make sure that you consent and that you're not. You know, overly high, I guess, on something. Uh-huh. And she goes, "I went in there, and uh, you know, you you want to get in and you want to get out. Yeah, if not, you're creepy." And so I found these two guys. They Eiffel Towered me, and she went in to explain what the Eiffel Tower was. Really? Wow! Which I thought, like the way that she explained it. I was like, "This this broad's classy. Mm-hmm. This is pretty cool." And she goes, "It was done. It was uh, it was a good time." And then I left the tent, and then I came back, and I went for a second round later that night. Oh. But you know this was a, it sounded like she's the type of person that if you would meet her at work you'd never know.
2: Not a chance.
0: And they go somewhere like this to like let their hair down and yes. have a different experience.
2: It's debauchery.
3: So I'm assuming most of the people there, you know, who are playing campground for the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, they're playing a, a apocalypse for the weekend. You wouldn't know that they were these types of festival goers. Mm-hmm. No. Right? No. You know, like it's like when you see the doctor on a Harley at Bike Week. Or at Sturgis. you're like, there's no way that you live this lifestyle. He's like, I've been living this lifestyle for 40 years, son.
0: Or when they roll up their sleeves and you see the tattoos and you don't expect that they have them.
3: Right. Yeah. You go to church and Mm -hmm. bow your heads. (laughs) Is that a sleeve from the priest? Yeah. Yeah, very, very similar. Uh, Do we have time for some audio or no? Yeah. Um, So this Fox News reporter was out there. And hats off to this Claudia Cohen. Or Cowan. Mm-hmm, Cowan. Cowan, because she took the opposite approach than the, all the other media sources, and she calls them out because all the other media sources are like, it's a disaster. They're going to die. It's the end of the world. Yes. And she takes a different approach after calling them out, saying that they were overhyping it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of odd being on Fox News that she would be there and so supportive of a festival that
2: seems very. Not Fox News. No, and right? it sounds like she's she's a regular. It, yeah, you know what I mean. Like she goes every year. Yeah, she she's using Fox News to get the media passes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, give me B six. Okay.
1: It's nice to see the sun shining again and the warm weather drying everything out, so that all the camps can clean up and pack up
2: uh oh, okay you don't. know this is this is the part you're talking about here
1: this event
2: has been portrayed in other media outlets it was like the end of the world mm-hmm. and it really
1: wasn't my it was it was um a coming together a communal effort participation immediacy. see these are all the principles of burning man
2: so the, 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 this is the way she says that the principles of burning man
3: the, the entire time i'm going
0: this.
3: This woman's been in the orgy tent.
0: She for has. Sure. Absolutely. She sounds That's like so good. cool. Yeah. <laughs> she good for her.
3: Good. Yeah. You know? Good yes. for her.
0: I never, never would have saw that coming. She <laughs> wants everybody to calm down, chill out. Wasn't that bad. You
2: no, know, cool. If you're in the orgy tent, you see Claudia Cohen. mm mm-hmm. Cohen. What's up? What up? High five. Well, I guess you're high in the other guy. In the yeah, I you're high fiving Fred. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see you down
0: there. Why y'all towering?
2: <laughs> you Fox girls. Whew. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spicy. Spicy, Fox Girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spicy, Spicy girls. too, depending on what day you get into the old orgy tent, don't you think? <laughs> yep. Like, that's a Friday night. Yeah. You're not trying to climb into the orgy tent Sunday morning.
3: And, yep. that, and then that line before sex that most of us get, like, from our significant others, let me shower first, does not apply. No, 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 no. They don't have those. No. Like oh, I like the dirty dingy. Oh, nasty! All right, uh, third round of headlines. What do you got?
0: I'm going to tell you what iconic band is dropping new music and how to protect yourself against bank
1: jogging.
3: All right, get you all that here in just a minute. Hang on.
2: Stand by for yeah. news. News, 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 It's time for today's top
1: two headlines.
2: Headlines.
3: All right, third round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys hitting in air five three zero. Good air. 530 good air right Nikki that's good good that's good good not well air good air <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right good
0: the rolling stones have something brewing fans are going to love h5
3: there is 6 seconds of the new stone song angry take a listen
0: That's it. That's all you get is six seconds. For the first time since 2005, the Rolling Stones are releasing a new album of original material. They just announced this. There's going to be a launch for Hackney Diamonds that's planned for tomorrow. And they're going to be sitting down with um, uh, Jimmy Fallon, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, and Ron Wood. And he's going to be interviewing them. The time slots... um, specific time is going to be 6 30 a.m. tomorrow morning 9 30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and they're just going to go over all the details of what they're releasing
3: so when they tour for this album you got to see them like yes you know you talk about must have must have last must opportunities yep. that kind of thing mm-hmm. you know unfortunately hate to say it but these guys uh uh you know I didn't want to say it to Rick Springfield earlier either but he's 70.
0: That's that that's was kind my of question that I was gonna ask
2: him.
1: You were gonna ask him that?
0: Are you
3: gonna,
2: gonna
1: ask die after
3: this tour? No,
0: I no. was gonna ask him if there was a certain age that in his mind was he was gonna cut off touring and if he was gonna have a farewell tour.
2: Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Farewell.
0: Because he just turned seventy four on tour right now. Who? Um, Mick Jagger. No, Springsteen.
3: Springfield.
0: Oh Field. I mean, you know what I'm saying.
3: Oh Jesus! Did you Google
0: him? I thought no, you were joking before.
3: You really did think we were talking to Bruce Springsteen. No, you? I
0: didn't. You know people get their names mixed up a lot.
3: You know, it's where the Simpsons <laughs> live, Springfield. Uh-huh. Rick yeah. just happens to be there. Yeah, that, that no. is accurate,
2: actually. No. Second headline.
0: Not only is stealing from stores on the rise in Cali, but also stealing from people, age six.
1: And police are also asking people to be on the lookout for thieves who follow their victims after watching them make a withdrawal at a bank ATM.
0: Now, this isn't anything new. This is according to Fox 11 in L.A., but it's called bank jugging. You go to the bank, you go to the ATM, you withdraw money. Somebody's watching you do this, and then they follow you from the bank to whatever your next location is, and they rob you. Well, apparently this is back on the rise across the U.S. as well, specifically right here in Southern California. So police are just issuing warnings to people. Pay attention to your surroundings and watch what you're doing. I
3: thought it was something else. No, I thought bank jugging was when you had a woman with large breasts mm-hmm. get money from the ATM oh and then run away in slow motion. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it? God, I
2: wasn't listening to the last two minutes. That's all I was.
3: You
0: have me sitting over here like that's not what I looked up. I didn't see that. Can, <laughs> can, 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 <laughs> can I tell you? Can I tell
3: you a little secret? What? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: I just
2: withdrew. Just got a deep voice. Right. To... Says... 100 dollars.
3: <laughs> it's glorious. Glorious.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 I'm <coughs> bank jugging. Boo-boo.
2: boo Big watch out. Oh. <laughs> 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 You're put an eye out.
3: <laughs> I hit a different number.
2: Boom, boom,
3: <laughs> you want to hear a little secret?
2: What's the secret? Uh,
3: I don't always withdraw money from the ATM, but when I do, uh huh, uh, I purposely want people to see me have it. Why? Because I want to see if anybody's following me. What, yeah,
0: so you hold the money out, wave it around, and well, then watch it nah, in the view mirror, see nah. if someone's following you.
3: I don't jug, uh, I, I just put it, I just I, I look around first, mm-hmm. and then when I withdraw. Not go through withdrawals, but withdrawal. Right. right. I look around to see if anyone's watching, and if there's a couple suspects that I think might be shady,
2: uh-huh.
3: I walk away just so they know I'm. I'm like wanting it to happen. God, I'm you willing want somebody to follow you. I'm willing it. Yeah.
2: Oh, are there a lot of walk-up <laughs> ATMs where you guys are from?
3: Yeah, well, there's one everywhere. across our, my house? No, no,
2: I mean like literally we're not from here. We're new to the area. Where you guys are from is that prevalent yeah. walk up ATM? Yeah. yeah. Cuz that is not a thing in Nebraska. Oh yeah.
3: Oh, you it can't is, walk up to the it ATM? It is
2: all drive up unless it's inside of a store. I can't think of one. I live there 40 years. I can't think of one. Maybe one downtown.
3: The, you know, the, the, the there's two ATM um two ATMs right by my house. Uh-huh. They're, and they're right next to each other. It's the weirdest thing. So you have two people, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like two guys at a urinal. <laughs> you're looking to see what kind of watch he has, but you don't want him to see you look. Exactly. And you look over at the person next to you, and they look over, because you want to see if they're looking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. That's how my bank was back in Georgia. It was a two-person ATM. Really? That you walked up to. So yes. you're just standing next to them taking the, your money out.
3: The sister bank to my bank in the in Nassau, Bahamas, you oh. would have to go to, like, you'd leave the property of Atlantis. You'd walk across the street, and i do this so I didn't get charged ATM fees and I could (laughs) withdraw more money. Mm -hmm. You would go into an enclosed area, and there was like three different ATMs, and it was like filled with people. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. Really uncomfortable. And it was on the backside of the bank with no lights. Nope.
0: Now that's scary.
3: Yeah. I cannot wait to have this conversation.
2: Me either.
0: (laughs) To hear my pain.
3: I was talking about the Tyler stuff, and Nelson had his trip (laughs) to Rockland or whatever, but this is the trip from hell.
0: Yes.
3: It is. And I know very little details, but the details I do know are fascinating that this actually could happen to one person in one <laughs> weekend. <laughs> Nikki D's first trip to Vegas, horrible.
0: It was.
3: I mean, but you have no idea why, and you've got to listen to these details. <laughs> All right, we'll have that conversation here in a minute. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. If you get a chance, give us a like, share, follow on social media, listen to the BS and subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. We'll release another uh, episode of the BS Uncensored, the podcast, tomorrow. I think we'll have a special guest on as well. Uh, FBI Fridays, something we started on the podcast uh, channel as well uh, last week. And our friends from the FBI office here in Sacramento joined us. Uh, Special Victims. Was the conversation. Yes. Trafficking and, and all that stuff. So
0: children, uh, crimes against children.
3: Compelling and yep. very interesting. Mary. Right. So, Nikki, this weekend, we all had things to do, right? Mm-hmm. We got away for the long weekend. I went to Tahoe. Nelson went to <laughs> Rockland. <laughs> did you even get out to Rockland? No. Oh, okay. Well, he was attempting to go to Rockland. <laughs> and Nikki D had her first trip to, to Vegas.
0: I did. Her
3: friends from back east were, were meeting her in Vegas. They're supposed to get there early, check in, and her friend had this whole itinerary.
0: She did. She put so much work into it. And none of it happened. We did almost nothing on our itinerary (laughs) because starting off, on my way going to Vegas, I should have known it was going to be bumpy because Nelson dropped me off and- Just us getting there started off crazy because it was frantic and there was traffic and Nelson gets riled up when it's traffic. So I get to the airport. I'm like, okay, we got through there. I'm here on time. Drop my bags off. I'm ready to go. We get on the plane. I'm ready. We're sitting and all of a sudden the captain comes on and says, oh, there's some bad weather in Vegas. So unfortunately we can't leave. So we're like, okay, it'll just be maybe a few minutes. Everybody sit tight. Then he comes on and says, everybody has to get off the plane. So we get off the plane. Then we get back on the plane. Then he says, all right, we're going to get ready to go to Vegas. Oh, but we got to get some fuel. As soon as we get the fuel, we're going to leave. Then he comes back and says, oh, no, got to get off again. Can't go to Vegas. So this happened three times. What airline we is the plane. this? This was Southwest.
3: I think they were lying to you. If you were on the plane to begin with, then they had to fuel up the second time. What did they use the fuel for?
0: <laughs> they didn't well, right. use right? That doesn't make any
3: sense. <laughs>
2: unless they swapped out planes.
3: So how many hours were you in the airport before? Or were you late?
0: to So get- I was supposed to arrive in Vegas at 2.00. I ended up getting there at 8 p.m. Friday night. Oof. Yes. Wow. And so the room was in my name. So my friends, their flights were on time. And for whatever reason, Vegas let them land where we couldn't, apparently, according to our pilot. On the right so- side of Vegas,
3: the weather was fine. <laughs> but on the west side of Vegas, not so fine. Not Ni- so Nikki side of Vegas, stormy. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's friend's side of Vegas perfectly clear perfectly
0: clear for them to land so the room's in my name they're there of course hours before me and they can't get in the room because I'm not there so we're I'm on the phone in between trying to call and add their names to the room so they can get in that was a whole disaster so me and my friend we didn't have an argument but she was really mad at me for some reason even though she gave me the website to book this room all right so Long story short, they finally get in the room. I get there at 8 o'clock that night. So the whole day Friday is lost, and I'm tired, and I'm irritated. Well,
3: what time do you get in?
0: I didn't get in until like 8.30, That's Vegas. o'clock to the hotel. That's
3: early. I mean, you had a rough time getting there, but mm-hmm. then you just, like, I've been there. done. I got caught in a sandstorm. You know, it took us like two hours to get to the hotel. But you're in Vegas. Once you get there, you just like, everything's in the past is the past. 8 o'clock, let's party.
0: I don't have the same juice I had when I was younger to party. (laughs) I've been up since 3-ish in the morning. I am exhausted when I get there. And I tell them, like, look, all I can do is eat and I got to lay down. (laughs) I'm asleep. Just find me a buffet
3: with some soft food and put my stories on television and let me get some shut-eye. I'll meet you tomorrow morning.
0: That's it. That's all I could do. And they felt the same way, though. So we just had dinner at the hotel and All of us were in bed sleeping by 11 p.m. Our first night. Yes.
3: I'm surprised Vegas didn't kick you out. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Hey, baby, I'm Elvis. I'm not really dead. You need to leave my town.
0: So then the (laughs) second day we get up, we're hopeful. We're like, all right, let's get this itinerary knocked out. We go to this brunch spot that she has on our list, and it starts there. The wait is three hours (laughs) to get into this place. We waited for the first hour, and then I'm like, we got to go, because we're going to sit here all day if we don't. So we make a decision to leave, and we go to another food spot. Well, as soon as we got to that place, it starts pouring down raining. So I'm like, okay, this is great. So we sit in this place and eat. It's raining cats and dogs. We leave out. We go back to the room. We're supposed to go back to the room, take a, a outfit change, and then off to our next adventure. In the day? In the day, yes. You need an outfit change? <laughs> yes. We so need you dinner. dress
3: for brunch? and then Beyonce
0: concert? Yeah. What
3: are
2: you
0: Superman? No, we just do outfit changes.
3: How many a day?
0: Two normally.
2: Oh if you would three. If you would have felt this uh <laughs> check bag she put in there, man. Oh my god. There's no way you didn't have to pay a fee check. I had to, to pay twenty
0: five dollars. Guaranteed. It was overweight.
2: So <laughs> you had to no, it's more than two outfits. Because if you've got a uh,
3: a wake up outfit uh-huh. and then a day outfit. <laughs> yeah. Then you had to have a nighttime outfit. Yeah. That's three outfits in one day. Midday and a day.
0: Sometimes out. it was three, but most of the time it's two two per day.
3: That's ridiculous.
0: That's not God ridiculous. It's, you have a daytime and a nighttime thing to do. So we go back for our outfit changed, and everybody falls asleep again. I
3: put my stories on. <laughs> it's the Nikki D trip to Vegas where we're all in bed by 1030. Tomorrow we're going to the Blue Plate special at the Stardust. <laughs> They have a Frank Sinatra impersonator <laughs> I'd like to see. Grandma, your blood pressure. Please sit down.
1: Uh, You're right. Don't so. worry
3: about my damn pill, Shunny. <laughs> I got to go get me a
0: buffet. <laughs> so then we get up. I do everybody's makeup, and we're going to this really fancy dinner spot at Aria. So we get up, get dressed, go to dinner at Aria. Dinner's over maybe 11 o'clock. We go back, and we go back to sleep that again. That tapioca what? pudding hit yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to do anything because after each night everybody's just like i'm so tired and we just we go back to the room so our first two days of vegas we didn't do anything but eat and sleep. Just
2: recreate the it. movie hall
0: pass
3: yeah right yeah oh we got a hall pass oh it's wings at applebee's let's go to applebee's
0: yeah. <laughs> so finally our last day there we get up we have a game plan that we're going to stick to we get up we go to brunch Then we go immediately to Caesars Palace because I know you said I had to go there and walk around, do all the things. We go there. I'm, like, so overwhelmed because it's so beautiful and take pictures. But I made a mistake because I got one of those yard houses from Fat Tuesdays, and I don't drink a lot of alcohol like that. You got
3: sucked in on the corner there.
0: I got so sucked in. So I have this drink now, and... I'm drunk within probably an hour.
2: Oh yeah, she doesn't drink at all. So to down a yard.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So probably like an hour. So we're walking the strip. It's hot, and I'm like, I can't keep walking up and down this thing. We gotta call an Uber and go do something else. So now my friend's mad at me because she's like, we haven't even walked long, and you're already. I'm like, well, I don't know what you want me to do. I need to sit down a minute or or get some AC or something before I die.
3: You you think you would want to walk off the eight buffets that you've had? (laughs) Right. I mean, and, and, and food sleep, food sleep. you think you'd want to have a little stroll up and <laughs> no, down the strip.
0: I can't. I can't. I'm so, so, so
3: dry. <laughs> I would feel horrible, disgusting. So,
0: sleepy. so we leave the strip, and we go back to the hotel, and we actually get in the pool for a little bit. I start feeling a little bit better, and then we, um, I'm sick. I got throw up. Luckily, I don't, but we go ahead. We have a comedy show that we're going to go to that night. So we get to the comedy show again. My friend's mad at me because when we get there, she's like, oh, we have time to go look at something. I'm like, we don't have time for that. We want to get good seats. We got to go to the show. So she got mad at me for telling her that. So we get to the comedy show. The comic that was the headliner, I think his name was Butch Bradley. He's hilarious. So he's talking to the crowd. He does like crowd work. This has never happened to me before because I wasn't even in the front row. I was in like the second or third row. And he comes to me and he's like, oh, well, what's your name? And I'm like, you know, Nikki. And he's like, Oh, where do you live at? And I'm like, Sack. And he's like, Why do you have such an attitude? And
2: I'm like, <laughs> wow. I
0: don't have an attitude. I'm just answering your question. He's like, No, I feel your attitude. He's like, What do you do? And I was like, I'm a radio person. He's like, oh, What no. kind of show are you on? I was like, A talk show. He's like, How are you on a um, talk show? And you don't know how to talk. Wow. <laughs> just- like what is happening right now so everybody's like laughing i'm like everybody's laughing at me mind you i'm still drunk so i am extra mad that people are laughing and now i feel like they're laughing at me my friends are laughing everybody's laughing i'm like this isn't funny
3: see <laughs> let, let me give you a piece of advice if that ever happens again with a comic mm-hmm. in order to win the conversation and end it you just say well you know what we used to have you booked for next week but you can promote your show somewhere else.
0: <laughs> I was too drunk to think about yeah. that. <laughs> that usually works on <laughs>
3: any and every comic.
0: So now we're leaving Vegas. We've <laughs> done absolutely nothing the whole weekend but eat and sleep. We're happy that we got to spend time with each other so the trip was not a bust. But we realized that we literally did nothing. We went and saw nothing, no shows. Did you gamble at all? I, I could not gamble because the one night I did attempt to gamble, I went to the blackjack table and, and you're the dealer, a pro
3: because uh, Sky River taught right, you how to deal. Sky it.
0: River taught me, but the blackjack dealer says, um, "If I put down this card, this card, this card, and this card, what would you do?" And I'm like, "I would tell you to hit me." He's like, "You can't play because you don't know the rules." What? I'm like, "Are you serious? Like I can't play?" He's like, "No, you don't know the rules. Why would you sit down and, wow. and at where a did table? You, where was this at? At the
2: Palm."
3: I've never heard.
2: Not one time as a dealer turned someone away. Right. And with an attitude. It wasn't oh, yeah. like, listen, I think you're a little out of your league. Maybe you don't want to try this. Maybe try some slots.
3: Especially Blackjack, where they usually will help you. Yeah. Most you're... of the table games, they'll help you.
0: No, yes. he, said he, he said he's not. He doesn't help. He doesn't do whatever. Do like remember his
2: name? Because I'd call the Palm, and I guarantee you'll get a free weekend at the Palm.
0: No, I didn't get not get. So did you name. just
2: go to
3: a different table or a different
2: I casino? I didn't
0: play at all. I went to the slots. I just oh. played slot machines. I'm like, apparently I'm not ready for tables. This is not my thing. I just mm. played slots.
3: Did you get home? Okay. Yes.
0: Well, on my way home, I was in the airport waiting to catch my flight. I first went to the wrong gate. Never done that before in my life. And then I get to my right place and I'm sitting. You know how they have the high top tables where you can charge your phone? Because, uh, shocker, I left my chargers and so I didn't have any blocks. So I'm sitting at the table charging. They call us the board, and I get up to leave. I don't know what happened, but it was one of those high top chairs. It just it fell. And I fell <laughs> with oh, the chair. No, you didn't. And a lady wow. from across the airport like runs, like, Oh my God, are you okay? And I look around and everybody is staring at me. It is the most embarrassing you, thing that has ever happened to me in my and life. And you know
3: what they're all thinking? What? That girl just ate and slept <laughs> for the last three days. That's exactly what they're thinking. The only reason that, that steel chair could've given out is because oh my god. Vegas is plum out of lobster.
2: <laughs> Not a tail in town.
3: Not a tail in town.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so that's how my trip ended, but I got home, luckily with no delays on my plane, so that was good.
3: Old Nikki Prime Rib. <laughs> <laughs> Crushing the steel oh chairs. My god. <laughs>
0: Uh, so that was my biggest trip.
3: All right. Well. In a nutshell. I, I know you sent me little bits and pieces of your trip. hmm And I shared it with my family last night.
0: <laughs> and after we prayed. Your type of prayer, not mine. And cried. <laughs>
3: uh, Rach and I are going out in October to go see uh, Jacoby and Papa Roach and Shinedown. <laughs> if you would like to come with us.
2: You want to invite that.
3: Well, she's she's got to do it right, and there's so many things that she did wrong. <laughs> and it's funny because I, you know, it, this is what I. Anytime I try to help, huh?
2: No, you're the know-it-all. You know everything. You, you did do. try to help. Well, this one I'm kind of right. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> not to toot, toot two no, horn. So I'll toot the horn. You said ahead of time you're not going to hit anything on that on that itinerary. Hey, so you just did it wrong. I she, did. But if you
3: would like to join Rach and I in October, we'll show you how to do it properly.
0: I got to check my finances. I I spend a lot of money doing it wrong.
3: Well, yeah, you didn't also, lose <laughs> any money. Well, it's cost a lot to kill the buffet five times yeah. a day. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It really does. One of our dinners was like $300. <laughs> yeah.
3: That was Each? just for yeah, one plate. I
2: was just saying, like, God dang.
3: Three-bone buffet.
2: Crazy. <laughs>
3: yeah, check your finances, because if you do come with us, you're paying for everything.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: I'll let you know.
3: Well, I kind of feel better now about telling you this next story about this weekend in Virginia City. <laughs> I also found out with my trip this weekend to Tahoe that uh, my childhood was a lie. Oh. oh, no. Yeah, things just got dark. Yeah, uh, my childhood was an entire lie based off of one of the establishments that we went to and how I was corrected by a woman in which I did not believe, Uh and I verbally told her that she got angry and I had to go to Wikipedia only to prove that she was right. Oh, Uh -oh. no, that hurts. And call her back and say I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We'll tell you that here in a minute. I feel like I have to disclaimer every time uh, that I talk about some place that I visit. Just (laughs) new here, new guy. Welcome, Jason. Hi, my name's Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Just got here about seven months ago. So uh, we went to Tahoe this weekend, as I, and then uh, in order to try to avoid the twisty twirlies that I had going there, mm-hmm. I figured we would go up to, uh, through Reno, back home. Mm-hmm. And on our way to Reno, I know you still got to go through twisty twirlies because yeah. the mountains, but it's just, I was hoping they weren't be that bad. And they weren't as bad, but they're still bad. Anyway, so there's, uh, we were told to go to this place called Virginia City, which again, that's why I give a disclaimer because most of you know what I'm talking about. Lucky for us, it was Civil War Reenactment Day. (laughs) Is that what it was? (laughs) It was. Labor Day slash Heritage Day. And it's a cool little town, you know. It's very historical. Mark Twain got his pseudonym there. Mm -hmm. And it uh, funded money to the union back in the Civil War. It it was kind of neat. It was was neat, you know. And, And they lived the gimmick. I don't know if they were just living the gimmick for yesterday, but they lived the gimmick. You know, they were all in outfits, and you'd walk down the street, and they Howdy, partner! You know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it was neat. You know, and we went into different stores. I bought a cool knife because I just had to have it. Mm-hmm. I it
0: saw an- that you were live yesterday, but I couldn't hear because I I don't know what I was doing. And I thought you were down in the old Folsom place. That's where I thought you were.
3: No, it's uh, like I've never gone live on Instagram before. I went no, live. No,
0: that's what made me go look like Jason's live
3: because they had this parade. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all dressed up <laughs> and it was comical to say the least. There was a guy on a really bad speaker system mm-hmm. that kept going, I say Virginia, you say city, Virginia, city. city. Like that. So like every five seconds it was I thought it was funny. Anyway, I, thought, I, thought, I, I need I, a
0: material I thought <laughs> the world right. needed
3: to see it. So all ten of my followers saw. Ah. Uh, I did bring you back a prize. I didn't even realize I had it, but Rich Whoa, Packed.
0: It. Yay. Mm-hmm. yay. What is it? I think it's for you. Think it's for me? There's a candy
3: shop on the way there.
0: Hmm. Oh, it looks like root beer candy or something. What's it called? It's called oh, it's called whore candy for <laughs> all y'all bitches. Okay.
2: Whore candy. For all y'all. <laughs> I never heard <laughs> of this before. See the name of it? Huh?
3: The name of it. Look on the package.
2: Oh,
0: it's called old fashioned whorehound. Okay. <laughs> I thought
2: Constantly of you. Nice. <laughs> is sweet? I thought of you. You thought
0: of me being a whore. <laughs>
2: oh, there's cows in
0: Vegas. Yeah, there's Well, just, just in general. Yeah. Oh, just in general <laughs> whore. Nah, that's crazy. I am not a whore. Okay. Well, Thank there's you. like
3: eight of them in there you can suck on. So I see. <laughs> I'm going to taste it, too. It's the gimmick. Anyway, uh, so we... <laughs> So we we leave Virginia City and uh, we head up and we get home. But the Virginia City thing was cool. That wasn't a quick story before we got there. Sure. The day before when I told you that my childhood was alive. Yes. Okay, one of the we we, we took this entire we took this um, boat ride, this champagne sunset boat ride. Yeah, it looked magical. It was it was nice. It was it was very mm-hmm. nice, very pleasant. And we got the tickets from one of these, you know, little gimmicky places that you, you know, you buy the excursions mm-hmm. and stuff. And the guy was very nice. His name was David. And he goes, well, thanks for coming in and thanks for buying stuff for me. He's like, let me give you this, and he gives me a card. He's like, this is either for a free appetizer or for a free dessert. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm all in. And he gives it, and I look at the card, and it's for the Chart House. Now, the Chart House, for those that don't know, and actually, okay, well, the Chart House was a place when I was a kid. It's a, you know, it's just a restaurant, um, not over the top expensive or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's a nice place. But as a kid growing up in Maryland. Every birthday, I would go to the chart house. And is that in,
0: like a seafood place? Yeah, it is, but it okay.
3: isn't. It, you know, over time, it really came. It, it, you would The salad bar was amazing. Okay, I got you. Okay, it was just, it was like a high-end salad bar mm-hmm. and something like that. But I would go as a kid to this chart house in Annapolis, Maryland. It was on a boat. It was a mm-hmm. boathouse. And my entire life, I thought I was special. Because I was always told that that was the original chart house. Oh. So every birthday, I would go to the original chart house. So years later, there was a chart house in Daytona Beach. There's a chart house in Longbow Key, Florida. And every time I'd go there with, you know, whatever one of the girls I was dating at the time, I would always sound smart. I'd say, you know, hey, I this is the original, you know, chart as a kid, house. that was like part of my story. Right. Uh-huh. And so, um,
0: <laughs> you know, you're always about
3: to get that story.
2: argument with a woman over her. The original
3: well, chart house. Yes. well, hold on, hold on. So I call up to make reservations just in case. And the mm-hmm. lady says, oh, we're, we're, we're booked. Are you celebrating anything? I said, well, no, I just didn't know you had a chart house here, you know, in town. But <laughs> you know, the older you get, you do more things like this. I said, But mm-hmm. let me tell you, I said, as a kid <laughs> uh, growing up in Maryland, I would go to the original chart house in Annapolis and it was on a boathouse. And I'm telling this whole lot. My wife's just rolling her eyes and like, shut up. And she goes no, sir, the original charthouse is uh, started in Colorado. Oh, I, I
0: thought she, I thought she was going to say there. Right. I, said,
3: I go, I go, ma'am, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I said, the original is on a boathouse in Annapolis. Trust me, I know this. And she said, no, sir. This is the I'm trying to make a reservation <gasps> with. No, No, sir, the original was started in this, and it was started by this guy and this guy and this guy, and this and it tells me the whole history. And you
0: really thought you were right, so you went back and forth with for her, didn't you? Well,
3: I said, okay, well, you can think what you want. I knew, oh, I knew you God. said something.
2: And I said, you
3: can think what you want and I'll know the truth. That's what I said to her.
2: Oh my, oh gosh. my God.
3: Needless to say, she said there is no reservations.
2: <laughs> Funny how that works.
3: We ended up going, you know, and having a decent dinner and all that stuff. It's not what I remember. But anyway, so I I get off the phone with her and I wiki it. Mm-hmm. She was right.
0: And you called her back and apologized?
3: I called her back and I said, ma'am, this is the guy that called you and argued with you about the I go, you're right, I'm wrong. Side note, I don't know if this is going to make you feel bad or not, but you just ruined my entire childhood.
2: <laughs> my childhood
3: is now a lie because of you telling me this information.
0: But you called her back and apologized? I did. That deserves a round of applause, Nelson. Thank you. Bailey called and apologized. I am very proud to hear that she did but that. I didn't
3: necessarily say I oh, was sorry. I just said you were right.
0: Well, at least That's you admitted. That's an apology exactly. enough, right?
3: Yeah. Kind of right. I mean.
0: No, she was right.
3: <laughs> I st- <laughs> still think there might be a gap in information she was rightish yeah she was rightish yeah yeah
0: (laughs) she was kind of
3: right all right fourth and final round of headlines uh whore bars
0: i'm gonna tell you no i'm gonna tell you the new way police are showing up to parties oh no and where crabs are taking over a country
2: yeah and not
0: anywhere near me because i'm not a whore
3: oh well i didn't say you were but i bought you the what is it whore candy yes whore bars
0: or bars. Yeah. They actually taste really good.
3: All right. So, cops and Nikki D's craps. We'll do that here in a minute. I
2: don't right. have crap. Stand by for news. Yeah. news, 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 news
1: it's time, news. time
2: for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about
3: it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Icky, Nikki, Fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys heating and air. Good guys heatingcooling.com. The best in the business. And that's no BS. Nikki D.
0: Police have a new way to spy on you. Eight, seven. Imagine you're having a backyard party this weekend. You're a little too
3: loud, getting rowdy. Maybe somebody breaks out the bean boozled. Your neighbors call the cops. They come out. You're met with not a knock on the door, but an eye in the sky. What the hell's a bean boozle?
2: Something that he made of. It's a jelly bean eating game.
3: (laughs) Well, that's a party to this guy. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, he's crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can get He gets
3: wild. Yeah, the wild news guy.
2: (laughs)
0: Ripping out the
2: bean boozle. Bean boozle. boozle. (laughs) Wait till you get the vomit flavored one.
0: According to the NYPD news, over the Labor Day weekend, they pulled out some new technology to combat parties and all the things that people were going to have going on over the long holiday. And one of those things that the police department did there was they pulled out their drones. So if somebody called in a disturbance and said that there was a party or it was loud, instead of the police actually showing up to your door, they flew a drone over where your party was going on to do surveillance to determine whether or not the police should actually show up. Uh, I get that.
3: That's not a bad idea. But what's the rule? I mean, if it's your house and there's a drone and you don't know if it's the cops, maybe even if you do know it's the cops, can, um, you, can you knock it down? Mm, I would.
1: I don't. No offense to the
3: police, but if I see something hovering over my backyard and I'm like, uh, you know, about five vodka soda waters in, there's a good chance I'm, I'm probably going to knock it out of the sky.
0: Well, a lot of reports are saying that you can uh, easily identify with your eye that it is a police drone. They have the NYPD on the drones and maybe like some flashing lights. But a lot of people were upset because they felt like this was a violation of their rights. And this guy who's the executive director of um, this surveillance technology oversight project says apparently there's a... a a law that the police are violating that went into effect in 2020 that requires public notice before you launch a new surveillance program which they're saying the yeah. NYPD police did not do. Look, I'm
3: very much pro cops, but yeah. I think this is like an invasion of privacy absolutely. But well, like, the- they can't come into your house unless they got a
2: warrant or call, right. right? Absolutely. Yeah, but the helicopter can go over you. Yeah,
0: That's and true. people fly drones everywhere and shooting I don't
2: know a- shooting a drone out of the sky is illegal according to federal and state laws because Drones are classified as aircraft and bound to the same laws. What if, regulated by the FAA. What if
3: my drone accidentally runs into another drone? What,
2: accidentally? Yeah. How
3: can you prove?
2: It's just an accident. What if I've got a suicide drone? <laughs> well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't lead with that. I'd say it was an accident more than a suicide drone. Okay, an accident drone. Yeah, it's an accident drone. It's an accident
0: drone. <laughs> it's an accident drone. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a clumsy little drone.
3: Clumsy little drones.
0: Clumsy, clumsy. Crabs are taking over Italy. H8. In recent months, the blue crab problem has degenerated in a frightening way. The blue crabs are eating everything. This stretch of lagoon is becoming a desert. Even my fellow fishermen tell me that they can't catch anything
3: anymore. I thought you went to Vegas.
0: I did go to Vegas. Oh. But they're having a crab problem in Italy. That oh. was first-hand account from yeah. an actual fisherman there. Apparently. They don't really eat crabs in Italy. So crabs multiply quickly by the millions and fishermen are recently finding out that they're eating up their nets. They're eating um, the things they do eat over there, which is clams and uh, mussels, things like that. So right now they're trying to figure out what to do. PETA activists and things like that feel like the way that they're trying to get rid of the crabs is inhumane because they're trying to just destroy them. So what they're trying to do is get people in Italy to start liking to eat crab, and they're trying to put it in restaurants and make it a delicacy.
3: Yeah. you what, I, One thing you never do if you're going to eat crabs, mm-hmm. never eat them on a clam. Just, it's, it's and you usually can tell. <laughs> I, never mind.
0: I'm just like, What? <laughs> I, you know, I know it's a joke because I, I see Nelson laughing, I but I can't e- get the joke.
3: I can't even get the rest of it out because of the disappointment on <laughs> Nelson's face right now. His
0: face is so like, what? Still... He's turning red already? You know,
3: I'm trying to have a conversation here about cra- crabs on clams, and he looks at me <laughs> like my mother would look at me. I just peed on the rug.
0: He did. Oh, my God. And
3: You'd
2: agree, is- though, right? Well, yes, always. You, you at least got to knock him off first, you know.
0: Yes.
3: You'd want to have them separately. Yes. Preferably just the
2: clam. (laughs) I'm pro just clam. Call me Italian, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. Call me crazy.
0: Just ship the crabs over here. I'll eat them.
3: (laughs) Did not know you stretched like that. Whoa. (laughs) You must be a gymnast. I am. Stretchy, D.
0: A lot more flexible than you think. Whorehound. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Last-minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. You can also get on the text machine. I know we have some messages we didn't get to earlier. Also, some stuff from the social at Listen to the BS. Do that. Get out of here for Tuesday. Here in a minute, hey, why are you looking at me like that?
0: <laughs> because I just saw this microphone light up. And you say what
2: you say to that lady. I'm like, oh, oh, I made sure that the microphone <laughs> lit up, but the volume was not turned up.
3: Look, if you are one of those... Customer service, call <gasps> pranker, telemarketer people, mm-hmm. you deserve the worst day of your life every time you make a phone call. Yes. That's not a real job. Mm-hmm. Get a real job.
0: Well, it might be a real job for them. Remember we were told... Phone terrorists. Well, remember remember we were told by our friends at the FBI that a lot of these people are forced into these jobs and they don't want to do it. Right. So now you got to kind of look at it a little different. They may be forced to do this and if, they don't want to. If, I don't remember
2: that part. If, if, oh, if, you go back and listen. If I
3: can't understand you and your name's Charlie or... Bill, I mean, you're lying to me right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe, I don't trust you. So I just have to say some profanities that Mm lady. Anyway, as always, we appreciate you listening. It's The BS. My name's Jason Bailey right there. Nikki D. Nelson about out for Tuesday. Only got a couple seconds here quickly from the uh, text machine. And also, I believe, uh, the Facebook at Listen to The BS.
0: Yep, says the Roseville Walmart on Pleasant Grove carries your La Choy chow mein. Mind blown because Safeway doesn't. Yeah, so somebody giving you an update from last week on where you can get your, your noodles from.
3: Yep, thank you.
0: Uh, nice laugh for a Tuesday morning.
3: Nice laugh for a Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Dinosaur Mike, quickly. Dinosaur
2: Yo, what's Mike. Going on, guys? Dinosaur Mike. Dinosaur, oh, Dinosaur,
3: Dinosaur, 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 Dinosaur Mike. Hold on. I'm talking all over your intro. How are you, Dinosaur Mike? Let me hear it.
2: I'm good. How about you? Okay. Well, best he's ever better. Been. Mm-hmm.
3: You called and you knew that you had to sound a little bit more upbeat, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, good Labor Day weekend? Yep. Okay. Are you anything- ready to go
0: to school?
2: Yeah. Anything
3: exciting happen over the weekend? You meet a girl? No. No, but you do anything exciting?
2: Uh, just watch TV.
3: <laughs> TV's good? Yep. TV's good.
2: Could've
0: Positive. some exciting stuff on there.
3: Did you watch pornography?
2: <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> What'd you watch? Cartoons.
3: Oh, my God. Cartoons are great. <laughs> Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Probably yeah. not those cartoons. All right, look, we got to run. Sorry we didn't have much time, but I like the positive call. Good luck in school, all right? And call right. us uh, a little bit earlier. I know you got to kind of dodge mom and stuff, but um, we'll talk to you soon. Give me a growl. Give me a dinosaur. Grr. Yeah, there we mm, go. Okay.
0: That's all right.
3: All right, Nikki do you got anything? Eat more crab. Eat more crab. Eat more clam. <laughs>
2: That's all. I don't have anything to Shaking add to your that. head
3: does not work well. I know. I realized it, but
2: I just started choking as you said, eat more clam. <laughs> Crab-free clam in 2023. There you go. All right. Uh, and listen to the BS on
3: social media. Please give us a like, share, follow at The Bailey Show on the YouTube. Uh, our podcasts are available on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, anywhere where you find podcasts. You can find us there. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day if all goes well. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Bye!
2: That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment.